Hey guys, before we get started, I just want to warn you that today's episode contains a very brief mention of um, miscarriage, stillborns, um, dead babies. And the thing is, that can be incredibly hard for some people to have to listen to, especially in the context of this show, because we are being ir- irreverent about the subject. And so I want to warn you and also let you know that if that's going to be a tough listen for you, then go ahead and skip this episode. Okay. guys, Princess here and welcome to another episode of By Pumpkin. It may feel like it's been a long time since I've done an episode, but that's actually not true. I just took a week off for the Thanksgiving holiday and then I did a um, episode about the documentary Thin on the Patreon this week. So if you are a member of the Patreon, you should go check that out. Um, I had on with me Matilda. Uh, who you've probably heard on a few other podcasts that are in the realm. And um, she was great. And she shared a lot of like personal experience with um, her own eating disorder and her own um, her own uh, treatment. So it was, it's, I feel like it's a really good episode. And we still managed to laugh a lot, even though it's like a serious thing. Um, but, you know, pretty much all I've really been doing is for the break is, you know, Cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids, uh, prepping for Christmas, and really just, I mean, other than the stuff I had to do, I was pretty much comatose throughout the whole thing. I spent a lot of time sleeping. I actually watched a lot of movies, and I'm not really a movie head. Like, if I want to zone out in front of the TV, I want to watch generally a sitcom. Um, I want to binge something like that. But um, I watched all of the X-Men movies. And I gotta say, because I hadn't seen X-Men First Class, X-Men Future Days of Pain. I hadn't seen the ones with James McAvoy, with James McAvoy and uh, the other dude. And so I watched all of them that are out. And I'm. what does it say about me that I think my, Magneto might like have a point? Like, what does this? So Magneto is a literal holocaust survivor okay like in the fucking camps all right and his mother was murdered in front of him by one of those nazi doctors that was experimenting on people and shit and and like they kind of gaslight him over a series of like six movies being like people aren't like that you know you gotta believe in in the human nature oh we just trust the government and I was like listen Magneto's making points here okay the fact is you can't trust the government and also don't act like a group of people can't blame all their fucking problems on one group of people and incredibly terrible things happen don't act like that's not a thing stop gaslighting Magneto maybe Mystique should pretend to be the president you ever thought about that you ever thought, like, I just, it's hard because I'm watching it from a perspective of like, guys, listen to Magneto. They're, it's possible that they round your asses up. It's possible. The government has been known to do it. Um, 
But yeah, they spent like six six movies gaslighting him about it. Uh, I you know I enjoy the movies. Uh, X Men has never been my favorite, but I, um, you know, it's an allegory about. Um, you know, it depends. Like sometimes it feels like the mutants are standings for race. Uh, sometimes they're very queer coded, um, but always they stand. They are standing for anyone who's been othered, any group of marginalized people who's been othered, and by another group of people that are like in power. And so, like a lot of the themes throughout of what do we do when they're scared of us and and they want to end us and like all that stuff is familiar. I mean, I enjoyed them. It was fine. I'm also on a quest to watch all the Marvel movies in order. And at this very moment I am at, I just finished Captain America Winter Soldier. So some things to know about me is that I don't really be fucking with Captain America because I believe Captain America is probably racist. And every time I say this, people give me a lot of pushback because they see him around that black guy, the Falcon. I think his name is Falcon, not the Falcon. But man, you know, I was about to tell you a story that I cannot tell you. I Let me just be clear that there are people of that persuasion who definitely work with black people like Princess, who, who definitely are racist. And, and like, just because we, we, you know, we saved the world together does not mean that we have the same system of beliefs. It makes sense if Captain America is racist. First of all, America is racist. If his name was Captain Nacho, I would assume he was um, a uh, crunchy, cheesy Tex-Mex delight. That's what I would assume. Also, in my experience, anybody, any white man wearing um, all-American flag, American paraphernalia, is probably somebody I need to stay away from. I don't be fucking with it. If I, if I look down the aisle at Target and there's a dude down, there's a white dude down there in an American flag t-shirt, I go the other way because he's signaling something to me that I need to like, watch my step so I go the other way the other thing is is that like he's from the 40s yeah so why wouldn't he be racist <laughs> it doesn't he doesn't make sense why wouldn't he be racist you know how about in um the first Avengers movie when when you know they're talking about Thor and uh Captain America's jumps out the plane and said there's only one god that sounds like like we start here there's only one god <laughs> and pretty soon we down the road to um you know round them up like i just feel like captain america is coded i understand that he's supposed to be very patriotic i understand that he's supposed to be a boy scout i understand all this stuff but i'm telling you he gives me vibes that if me and a white girl were drowning, I'm not getting saved. I'm just not. Also, like, I don't see it for Chris Evans. I know a lot of people do. I think, you, I know, I guess you guys think he's like really cute and everything, but I used to know someone who looks just like him. His name was also Chris. He was also tall. He also had those blue eyes. I mean, he didn't have the, the fucking guns that Chris Evans has in his movie series, but 
Um, and that guy was a dick. Okay? A huge fucking dick. He was the worst. And he looks just like Chris Evans. And I'm sorry, I like... I, I don't see it for Chris Evans. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, if Chris Evans walked up behind me and put his dick on my shoulder, I would call the police because that doesn't do it for me. So, um, so, so I just, in general, I skipped the Captain America movies, I guess. I think I saw Captain America Civil War because it was the first glimpse of Black Panther. I may have seen that, but like, in and out of it. Um... But, you know, I'm watching it because I want to go through all the Marvel movies. I even rented the 2008 Hulk. And it wasn't good. I was like, what is this? Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I've I'm been enjoying myself. The Captain America movies aren't terrible. Um, I finally figured out who the fuck Agent Carter is. Because I, I skipped the movies. I mean... They're, again, they're not my favorite, but they're not as worse as I thought they were. They're not as bad as I thought they were going to be. The fact is, Iron Man is more of a um, we can't let the terrorists win type of movie. I think it's just tolerable because Robert Downey Jr. plays the fuck out of Iron Man. The fuck out of Iron Man. Um, and so, like, yeah, I just... Um, I think that we, like, give him a little bit more... Iron Man, I mean, not Robert Downey Jr., a little bit more leeway, even though all his storylines are basically him fighting terrorists, um, because he's likable in that way. But yeah, so I just finished, um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, what is next on the list, though? I, you know, I even rewatched the Thor movies because, um, you know, I recently watched all the Thor movies, so I'd already, like, seen them. Um, but I I watched Thor The Dark World today. And I watched Iron Man 3 when I got up this morning. Okay, so the next movie is Guardians of the Galaxy. And then after that, a Avengers Age of Ultron. Ultron and then Ant-Man, which I have seen recently because my kids never saw Ant-Man. All right, I'm really excited to finish this up. Like, um, I, I kind of skipped Doctor Strange. And I really want to go back to it because... Um, of how fun he was in Thor Ragnarok, which I think is the best Marvel movie ever made. Um, Loki is queer coded. Um, you are good has a great episode on Thor Ragnarok and they really do talk about how Loki is, how what Loki means to audiences and you know Loki killed Agent Coulson in Avengers uh he was the big bad in Avengers I mean he wasn't the biggest bad but he was the big bad in Avengers um and so like the fact that how he got his kind of redemption in Thor the Dark World and then like a really good like you know Loki is Loki but a really great edit in Thor Ragnarok, I have not watched the Loki series. I'm going to finish, you know, I'm, when I get to the end of my list, I'm going to do it. But it's very interesting. I don't think we have a character that has killed someone as pure and true as Agent fucking Coulson. Um, and went on to continue to be seen as like not a super villain. villain. Loki is a lot of people's favorites. I mean, 
But yeah, so I'm excited about this. I, I'm I'm ready to rewatch the Spider-Mans. I think this is the best iteration of Spider-Man that they have ever had. I cannot believe we like we let Tobey Maguire, Maguire be Spider-Man. We let that grown-ass man pretend like he was in high school. I think Tom Holland is a great Spider-Man, I think. And I love Marissa Tomei. The fact that Aunt B keeps getting younger and younger, I really don't care. I love Marissa Tomei. I can't wait for the day my kids are old enough to appreciate my my uh, cousin my cousin Vinny. I can't wait to when she gets that part where she, my time and my and my uh what did she say her um her biological clock is ticking like this and she's this is the, and she starts stomping and stuff the courtroom scene so fucking good like. I, I have a I have a soft spot in my heart for Marissa Tomei. Um, please don't tell me how terrible she is. I usually don't like to talk about celebrities. I think are I have a soft spot for because it always turns out they're terrible. Um, yeah. So that's that's what pretty much what I've been doing. Um, I want to remind you guys that we that Buy Pumpkin does have a merch shop. We are still selling merch through threadless.com it's buypumpkin.threadless.com it is going to be a link is going to be in the show notes it's on all the social medias i want to remind you that every piece of profit that comes from selling items this holiday season is going to the central texas food bank um i also want to tell you a story um about a time when i was food insecure i was right out of college i was working at ihop but i was also living in a seedy motel with a seedy boyfriend and like i really needed to uh make sure i i like there is there was no leeway if you didn't make your payment you had to get the fuck out and i was at the like it was a day i needed to make when i got when i i worked overnight but when i got home when the office opened up, I would need to make a payment or I would not, or I would have all my shit thrown in the street. So, but I didn't have enough money. Like I never had enough money. I was always scrambling. I was always robbing Peter to pay Paul. I was always like figuring out the fucking bus schedule and like having to like only having enough to take the bus to a certain spot and then having to walk like 10 fucking blocks home I, it was always something. I'm, I'm, I am thrilled that I don't live in that place anymore. And I don't mean the motel. I mean the princess that was that. I don't, I, I'm thrilled that I don't live that life anymore. But the thing is, I needed all my tips to pay. And also people were stealing tips. I, at this IHOP, like customers will steal your tips. And so I'm working the night and I don't have enough money to eat. Like I need this, the money I have must go, must be paid when I get there. And I cannot afford to eat, not even on a shift meal. If you, you've never worked in in like restaurants, they usually give you a half price meal or they do a family meal that's free, but that's not what IHOP does. Like if you, once per shift, you can go buy a meal that's half price. So I probably could have gotten a meal for like three fifty four dollars I couldn't afford it, guys. Four fucking dollars. I couldn't afford it. And so I, someone had a country omelet and they didn't finish it, although they did eat some of it. And I remember looking at it thinking, now you guys know how I am. You can't put, wear your outside clothes on my, you can't wear your outside clothes in my bed. I don't, I don't like 
mess and nasty. I don't like anything like that. And so the idea, the fact that I was looking at this and going, I think I can eat this. Like I'll cut off the part that they ate around and I'll eat the rest of it. And which is obviously against the fucking rules. Like you're not supposed to eat leftovers off of people's plates. So I had put, um, the plate, um, off to the side with a napkin over thinking, okay, I'm going to see how much money I make. And if I have to eat that person's food, I'm going to eat it. And there are some of you out here who are like, ah, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it was a big low for me. It was a big blow in dignity and like, it felt horrible. But fortunately I made like an extra 10 bucks over what I needed. I already had a bus pass. So I was able to buy a $4 meal and I was able to throw it away. But as much as, but the feeling never goes away. Like that feeling that day when I was like, I cannot, like my stomach hurts. I cannot, I'm around all this fucking food. I cannot go without eating when I get off of work. I cannot, I will not make it to the next day to get tips to eat. I won't be able to do it. Um, and like having to make, like come up with those choices. I, I, like I said, the feeling never fucking leaves you. And so I want to be clear that there are so many food insecure people in this world, people that you don't even know, people who work full time, people who live in places that maybe live in your fucking neighborhood and they have to choose between housing themselves or the gas it takes to get to work and what, what are you going to eat? And so remember that, remember that there are people like your IHOP waitress might not know where her next meal is coming from. It's possible. Um, and if you can imagine that at all, buy something from the buy pumpkin merch shop so that we can donate the profits to the central Texas food bank. Uh, because there, there is someone matching donations this year, uh, for every dollar that we donate before December 31st, um, eight meals will be provided. And that's an amazing thing. So remember buy pumpkin.threadless.com. I see all the orders you guys are doing. I really appreciate it. I would love it if you could find a way to buy a sticker or a mug or a phone case or something or a t-shirt before before this month ends. That's it. I'm going to give you that spiel. I'm done with that. So today's episode is essentially, I just want to talk about the Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, it's one of my favorite franchises. I thoroughly like love, I love the, the, the women on the show, even though I definitely go through a list of people I hate, including Giselle's neck. And, uh, I just had a really fun time doing it. I also got Nadia to come on. You've heard Nadia on, um, probably Liz explains it all, but I know her, I heard her there and then I kind of followed her on Twitter. She is a procedural lover. Like I am your Sykes, your, uh, law and orders, your criminal minds, uh, I think she recently started watching Elementary. 
I don't know if she likes it. She probably, I, I don't want to ask her either because it's my favorite procedure, procedural. So if she's like, I ate it. I'm going to be like, oh, oh. I did remember she tweeted about uh, Watson Lucy Lou's uh, little, like her booties that she always wears. She always wear booty heels. And <laughs> she's right. Watson is always wearing them. Um, even when she's like, Running down, running down from bad guys or whatever. She's always got a, like a little heel on a boot. Um, and I said this on the on the episode, and I'm gonna say it again. You guys know if you listen to me, you know having guests is tough for me, right? I have to schedule it. I have to talk to somebody I don't know. I I'm stressed out the entire day, being like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to do this call and talk to this person. And the truth is, I don't like meeting new people. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't. I don't like talking to new people. I don't like none of that shit. So if somebody is on this show, it means I really wanted them on this show. I really wanted them to I, enough to like try to figure out time zones and figure out getting them on and figure out like and like get over myself of not like one, like my no new friends policy and shit. So anytime you hear somebody on this show, I really fucking wanted them on the show. And you know, Nadia's one of them. She's great. Anyway, uh, Nadia agreed to come on and we just got to fucking talking about the Real Housewives of Potomac season six. Uh, we take a lot, of, we take a lot of like side roads we talk about kiki wyatt who's talking about fucking kiki wyatt we talk about lisa ray mccoy quite a bit i think twice we go back to lisa ray mccoy um we also we obviously talk a lot about the real housewives of atlanta girls because they're so intertwined with how i think about potomac um i explained to you guys my theories on Portia and how much i love a fun slut is slut a nice word it's not i don't like to use it but I can't explain, I can't say what I want to say without using the word slut. Fun slut. And if you know me, you know that that is a fucking compliment. That is absolutely uh, something Jenna Maroney would be uh, talking about on 30 Rocks. She'd be like, oh, I'm going to a party for fun sluts. <laughs> oh, I just got the part of fun slut. <laughs> and that's how I feel like Portia is. Portia is a fun slut. By the way, today I used one of my mini Audible credits to buy pursuit the pursuit of Portia which is her book I had a lot of audible credits guys I don't care so I got it and I started listening to it while I was cleaning up my pantry if you think the timeline on how she got with Simon is fuzzy I'm gonna have to put it's not that I don't believe anything in it she just she reminds me remember um Holly Madison's, uh, Holly Madison's book on, uh, about her life at the mansion and everything at the Playboy Mansion. You know, she just kind of cast herself as like, who me? I don't even know what happened. That Portia does it a lot. And so I'm not done with it. I think I'm like a quarter of the way through and I'm just going to have to do what I had to do with Bobby Brown's book. And that is, I'm going to have to remind myself that Bobby Brown, this is the way Bobby Brown thinks things happened, okay? Not necessarily the truth, but this is the way he sees it. And I think some of the stuff Portia is saying, it's the way she saw it. 
But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to, I want to know more about that marriage to Cordell and how she got there and stuff. Um, I'll finish that up. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode so I can just explain that to you guys. Or maybe not. Because I don't know how many of you guys like a fun slut. I don't know. But that said, remember our next, once we get out of these like uh, palate cleansers, we're supposed to do Rock of Love season nine for Buy Pumpkin. And I'm looking at my schedule right now. I am supposed to do Rock of Love starts next week, 12-12. And there are a lot of fun sluts on that show. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited for you to listen to this episode with Nadia. And I will talk to you guys next week. Later. Hi, Nadia. Hi, princess. I'm like super excited to have you on. I, you know, I basically find guests from listening to other podcasts and liking the people's opinions. So I heard you on Liz. I don't remember what you were doing, but I was like, I like this one. <laughs> I think I was, I did an episode on Atlanta and I did an episode last year on Potomac. Last ah, season's Potomac. Yeah. And so I was like, I like this one. And that's why I was, uh, basically messaging you and going, do you watch Real Housewives of Potomac? That's a really <laughs> dumb question, but do you? <laughs> yes, I, I've been watching since season two and I actually lived in Baltimore City, mm-hmm. Baltimore County uh, for like three months after I graduated. So graduated college. So this these ladies are dear to me. Yeah, I, and like, I also grew up in like this Virginia, Northern, this Virginia, Maryland, D.C., like in this uh, whereabouts. And so mm-hmm. I, although Atlanta is always going to be home for me because I it's Southern ladies shading yes. each other, which is like my thing. But yes, I think Potomac has really come along in terms of giving us the action, you know? Yes. I, I think I talked with Liz about this, that Potomac has an air of like Jack and Jill kind of type upper class yes black and I'm very I'm from North Florida I'm working class uh blue collar black person so Atlanta is like I feel those feel like women I know Mm -hmm. so that's why I wasn't really into Potomac when I first saw them I was like all these women look like Vanessa Williams yes my vibe (laughs) (laughs) but now I love gonna say that I was like (laughs) what I, as soon as it came, I was like, they found, did they just go around asking light-skinned people to be on the a show? Is that what they did? This is weird. Yeah, it seems like they did a casting call for every light-skinned woman in the area. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and I am light-skinned, but I was just like, this is a lot. Like, I don't, I kind of felt that they were going to be, and they do have some of the respectability politics, but the mm. first season they were more so, I feel like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. It, it seemed like it was on purpose. Yeah. And so that's what that turned me off at the first. You know, I would love for Giselle, Robin, oh and Karen to do something besides blonde. And I know that uh, Robin has, <laughs> right? But I yes. would, the first one of them that comes in there with a new hairstyle is going to like change the fucking game. When I see Giselle with that blonde, it it upsets me because I I just know, I feel like I know women like Giselle. Mm -hmm. She's been pretty all of her life. She's been getting her hair that blonde since 1985. I'm like, please, like, 
please give us a brunette. You've been getting that blonde rinse. Like I know you've been getting it in the same booty shop for yep. 45 years. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. And I, I always say that about, so in terms of who I hate on this show, I hate, this is the order. Giselle, <laughs> Giselle's neck, <laughs> Ashley, Ashley's husband, Ashley's mama, looking at Ashley's babies. That's that's who I hate, hate on this show. And Candace, Candace is obviously in there. But- Oh my God. <laughs> Giselle yeah, I feel that. gets on my nerves. And I'm going to say this and people are going to get mad at me. You can just have to be mad. Giselle is- I believe was born in Houston or at least lived there for some time. And women from Houston cannot dress. And I mean, I, you're not wrong. <laughs> it just is. Like they're I- wonderful. <laughs> they have big booties. They're beautiful. Like there are some beautiful fucking women in Houston, but they cannot dress. Ask Beyonce and her mama. They cannot yeah. dress. All right. And I'm yeah. sorry if people are upset by that, but Giselle does not just the fact that Giselle like at this reunion I felt like everybody's outfit was bad it just didn't <laughs> look good to me and like it was like a race for I don't know not so bad that's what it was nobody had like yes. an amazing outfit well they are probably the worst dress yeah. they're the they're the worst dress housewives I, I I'm sorry I have to say it. they're probably the most beautiful ones but they dress atrocious Giselle like sometimes like is something is she can she see like it's (laughs) so bad like I feel like she's being sabotaged yeah I (laughs) you were right she she has been listen Giselle is beautiful but also there is a a um colorism aspect of this yes that if Giselle had brown hair and brown eyes I don't know that people would go up for Giselle the way they do and She grew up being a light-skinned, light-eyed Black girl in a Creole, you know, that New Orleans Creole, like, you know, those type of people. And I didn't, I don't mean it like those people, but you understand, like, I understand where Giselle comes from. And so she grew up being like a stunning person that people would always stop and be like, she's cute. And it does not matter if her facial features are cute, the fact she had light skin and light eyes. And so she has never had to try that hard. And to no. look beautiful. And I just think it's catching up with her. We're getting to a certain age that, and also you're on this show. We can all see you. This is not a church in Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> we, like, <laughs> stop. She, and she's a perfect first lady. Yeah. She actually, I grew up in the church my whole life. I went to a very traditional black church. And the idea of having Giselle as my first lady would scare me because mm-hmm. I feel like, she was, I mean, the first lady from hell. She was. She, yeah. I'm sure she tortured every woman in that church. Yes. And like, she had something to say about everything. And yes. she was bossy. That's what I mean. She's a perfect first lady. She is like the, <laughs> what I think of when I think of a first lady, a really haughty woman that walks around being mean to people, but uh, kind of like pretending like she's counseling people. Yes. And, and, and like, she's constantly putting her nose where it doesn't belong and she doesn't like the decoration. So we're not going to use those because we're not going to do no. like, like I, if Giselle, if someone brought me to a church where Giselle was the first lady, I would leave. I would, I'm like, well, first of all, I don't want to go to church, but second of all, <laughs> you didn't tell me this bitch was going to be here because that is not... 
she's definitely I feel like she would have walked in on my children's choir practice and like looked everybody up and down like mm-hmm. well, what are we singing today huh what's that mm-hmm. about yep and, and then I'm just like she'd have a yes. little click Robin yes, would the, be in yes. it I guess oh I just, god but they would be all at the the mother's day breakfast oh my god <laughs> the mother's day fucking breakfast okay <laughs> 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 oh but Giselle so I dislike Giselle the most and it's because I find her and this is going to be a theme this is how I feel about housewives I don't like hypocrites and so okay. she I find her to be the biggest hypocrite in the world she and i'm not someone who's like oh you don't have a man so you're nobody that's not what i'm talking about but she has something to say about everyone's relationship and i have never seen her in a relationship i only know that she was with jamal because she has those kids i've never seen (laughs) her with a man i cannot believe she got her ass on the confessional and when the producer asked her who she was dating she said none of your business Huh? No, that's no. not how this works, Giselle. No, 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 no. I and I don't believe she was really dating Jamal. So I don't either. I don't. <laughs> I listen. I'm not saying she's never fucked Jamal since they broke up. I'm not saying that. But yeah. and I'm not saying she can't. I what was she? Was she in the audience of a Dave Chappelle special or something? Sure, they went to that. Yes, <laughs> which is like, that's dark. Yeah, very dark. <laughs> But I, yeah, I too don't believe they're in a relationship. And so like, what, how is Giselle even still alive? She was murdered on TV at the reunion (laughs) last year at this time. They murdered her. I could not even, Nadia, I would not go out in public ever again if they murdered me the way they did Giselle at that fucking reunion. Oh, I would have cried. Like, that's my, if I was a housewife and that would have happened to me, I would have cried and I would have walked off stage and I would have made it a whole thing about my sad story. Like, they wouldn't have gotten me. Yes. But Giselle, <laughs> she just acts like it's her idea. Oh, we're not together because of the pandemic. And then she gets mad at Karen about saying Jamal had a baby when her own damn daddy said he had a baby, like baby on her. So oh, that daddy hot mic situation. <laughs> I would be incredibly embarrassed that my father was that upset and also thought that I was an idiot. Yes. But wasn't even going to correct you about it. Yeah. He's just like, (laughs) she's an idiot and I don't want to be here. That's basically what he said. And the thing about Giselle is she continues to take L after L after L. We Mm -hmm. watched her. What is she doing in that broken down home of the, what is that about? I can't even, I was rewatching the episode and I was like, maybe I imagine how bad this house was. Even Robin had to say, she's got a side house tacked on a house. Inside is like a mad hatter. It's so purple and pink and checkerboard and sparkly. And it's not even given Target, it's giving Walmart and it's upsetting to me. It's given big lots. It's given, <laughs> okay? <laughs> it's giving the nicest thing at big logs yeah and i just like giselle you don't see that you need help you don't see that you that you need someone else to come in here and and like help you figure you to give you give them what you like and they 
they make it not look this fucking tacky. It, I, she doesn't see it. I just don't understand. And and she is one of the most delusional people on TV because she will take these L's in front of millions of fucking viewers on mm. the internet, all this shit, and then show up the next day and be like, what? No, what? Yeah. I have a fabulous yeah. house. What are you talking about? I'm a, I'm a boss. Me and Jamal, you know, I already knew about that. No, you didn't. No, you know, like, you didn't. <laughs> no. And if she doesn't know how to play, she, so, you know, when they asked her, did she cry? I mean, I thought that was, I think Andy wastes a lot of questions, but yes, I like a lot of shit that like, we don't fucking care about. And I don't really care if Giselle cried, but the answer was interesting in that like Giselle doesn't show vulnerability because if she did, we would like her more. If she had gone to that last reunion and showed up and they said, how about Jamal? And you're like, listen, I've been, I, I married Jamal. I, we've been back and forth. I love him. He's the father of my girls. I will mm-hmm. always love Jamal. I wish I didn't, but I do. And the <laughs> yeah. fact is that I, that, you know, I, you know, we spent a summer trying to figure it out and it didn't work because He's the same as he's always been. I'm really sad about it. I, my feelings yeah. are hurt, but I said I had to try and I did. And like, it's just time for me to move on. Everyone, they, then they can't hurt you with, is this your man's yes. number? They can't do yes. it because you already said that you got played and you're hurt about it. It's like she, but she can't do that. What she, she has to show up. Like, I don't know, like the sword and the the head mean girl at college she has to show up like that every single time and that causes other people to beat her down and she has to take these fucking beatings on fucking national cable tv and it's very sad i mean to quote funky dineva don't let a bitch spray you with your own tea and has not learned that (laughs) like like, funky dineva is super problematic however Sometimes Quentin shows up and drops bombs and he yeah. says, do not let other people spray your tea. Do not let people, do not let people uh, talk about your past. Cause you don't live there no more. He will get on there and be like, I used to do drugs. So what? I don't, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. And whenever people get on my nerves, I look at my bank account you know what? It's looking good. So, but that, yes, do not let other people use your shit against you. You already know what it is. So you get ahead of the fucking story. Giselle not only takes L's from the cast, not only takes L's from all of us on the internet every time she gets dressed, her daughters have to show up on screen and tell her, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know, you don't know how to get dressed. We don't, we've never seen you with a man either. And like, when you're when, a mess, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're an emotion. They call her like a vampire. Yeah. I have never in 28 years of my black life ever spoken to my mother like that. And they routinely like, mm-hmm. I don't know how she just doesn't lay down and die because if those three came at me, I would, I would cry. Like I, <laughs> they're not being bitchy teenagers either. They're not, they're not, they're, they're speaking to you like a young one. They're like, beloved. Yes sit down (laughs) and wait that's who she needs to go see i know her show is over but Mm. i i would love to see her talk to iana van zandt because i'm like a bad person but yeah Yeah, i too would love that and i i'd love to see her yell at her oh that'd be so good put her in her big mammy titties and rock her and she would yes (laughs) does it have sound giselle does it have sound like uh 
that's what she needs but i i guess people there are people in the shows that i go where are their fans like candace I, who is who lives it up for candace but giselle's got fans Ooh. i don't know people there are people who are like giselle's my favorite i'm like but she's so raggedy like she yeah she's not even like fabulous like that is what because like Karen I love Karen she's crazy she's delusional but like it's a fantasy and I live for it Giselle it's just sad like, oh goodness when Karen <laughs> said I don't know about tossing salads because I've never had to work that hard to eat a man I was like <laughs> what <laughs> that is that's how you say it okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I feel her on that you know same I, like <laughs> like when you are having sex with men you have to be careful because these because these dudes listen i don't i've been married 15 years and we leave that area alone because i don't know what he's doing in there i don't I would fucking never know. eat a straight man's ass why would never. you why i would have I? To, I would have to confirm that you are indeed a gay man so that means you <laughs> yeah. know how to do it and then you wouldn't want me to do it because you don't you're not attracted to me so yeah <laughs> Yes, I'm handing you a fleet bottle as we speak because I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, so this year for Giselle, um, her main storyline is that she doesn't have a storyline and that she is going to use Wendy as her mm-hmm. storyline. Yes. Um, I felt like Giselle was playing dumb about why Wendy would be upset that pissed me off so much like Giselle always her and Robin are the queens of like oh what like I was just saying no you were not exactly you you don't go up to someone who's just got you and to say that Wendy like saying that she doesn't have any substance and what was aggravating me is they were like Wendy you've changed and I was like no Wendy has always been a try hard kind of awkward girly (laughs) word <laughs> wendy definitely sat at the nerd table at school i know i was there too me too and, and, she, <laughs> and like as she got older she really internalized that but how does wendy lose substance she you can't take away her four degrees we're sick of hearing about you can't take yeah. away the fact that she has done all these things. what is that the she lost substance because she got a little got thoughty moved. She got her second season glow up, which if Robin and Giselle had any sense, they would carry themselves down to a few specialists and get a couple things nicked on. And Wendy went to every Instagram boutique she could find. She bought the whole Skims collection. Uh And she said, I'm going to be hot this season. And I said, you know what? I feel that, you know. A a YouTuber I watched the first season she was on used to call her smart water because she was shaped like a smart water bottle. And and now she's not. And and she looks good. Yeah. And like I so I'm pretty sure my theme for 2022 is gonna be treat yourself. And that I am going to like give myself all the things that I give the people around me. And Mm -hmm. I don't think anything is wrong with Wendy being like, I have the means. I uh, want to look different. Mm -hmm. I'm on TV now. And so people see me. 
And I saw myself too. You know, she saw, you know, she never saw stuff from behind till she got on fucking TV. And she's like, oh, look, that is flat. So she <laughs> had to get on it. So I don't see anything wrong with that. And the fact is, I don't know how much Robin is because Robin seems like, like Wendy's a try hard. Robin's mm-hmm. a try never. And so like, <laughs> so, oh God. <laughs> so I don't think Robin's had like a lot of things done, but I know that Giselle has had things done. Karen absolutely has had things done. Karen, I've seen pictures of you in these in these bikinis. This is not natural. <laughs> no, she went to Nini's doctor. I mean, Karen is also beautiful, but I said this on this podcast. She's very um like mommy dear. Like she's kind of scary in she has a way. Short but features. Yes, but I love it. I think the reason why I love Karen is. She honestly reminds me of my grandma, except my grandma's not like a, she's, my grandma's not like a, like a liar and like delusional and she doesn't like tax issues, but like being very, (laughs) but my grandma, she's like, she's, she's older than Karen, but she's not that old. She's still very beautiful. Like she came to my house wearing a crop top one time. Like she's very with it. She's very sassy. You know, she's in charge. She's always like in charge of a board. You know, she was the president. So like they have that similar energy so Karen kind of feels like my crazy grandma in a way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and I like I love that for you because my grandma was nothing like that that's and this is so I have a soft spot in my heart for Nene Leakes I don't Mm -hmm. like her but and I like I'm always like what the fuck are you doing now Nene (laughs) I have a soft spot in my heart for Nene Leakes because I feel like when I was a kid Nene Leakes would have like come over my house to hang out with my mom like she seems like one of my mom's friends like she, does. she, and does. she seems so familiar so I totally understand that um so I think that like it's obvious all like every housewives franchise does this does this okay mm-hmm. every housewives plays behind the fucking camera they do right. alliances they get together before the fucking season starts and like we're going to bring this up and we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. some are better at it than others. Okay. Yeah. But it is incredibly obvious that uh, uh, Giselle, Robin, and Ashley mm-hmm. came together to decide that this year that they were going to talk about the rumors. And I say quote unquote rumors because the blog they're talking about is such a non-motherfucking factor okay <laughs> is it all about the tea is that what they're talking about i think i think it's all about the tea, but it's not the it might I, the, I might be getting the name wrong but it is not a blog that like you know how that time you know how tmz knew michael jackson died and then we're like okay yeah. tmz knows everything it's not yes. that they get a lot of shit wrong a lot of shit never mm-hmm. comes to fruition and so that blog had no business being brought up on this fucking show. Um, right. It wasn't the shade room. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yes. like, and so they got together and said they were going to do this against Wendy. And Wendy is saying that the, like Karen at this season kind of was stepping back. Yeah. Like she, mm-hmm. uh, she, Karen seems fucking tired of these bitches to be honest. Yeah. I mean, she's an older lady. Like, she wants to be the chairman of Surrey County and, like, yeah. wear a wig, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Was it the first or second season she 
had that fucking um, oh my god that wig that she shifted the what it was it was like a cornrow <laughs> yes and like her glasses like that's why i love her because her glasses got tangled up and people were trying to help her and she was like embarrassed but she was like okay okay whatever you know don't don't look at my wig <laughs> the wigs have gotten better yeah karen's had an amazing glow up and yes uh, i'll say this about karen i I'm so upset she won't let that man move to fucking Florida and let and she can come back to fucking where I guess she lives in Virginia or does she live in Maryland? She probably lives in Maryland. She yeah. she uh she lives in Maryland. She she can come back to Maryland for fucking six to eight weeks a year to film. Like she can say yeah. that they are like let that fucking man go to Florida. He's so tired. He just wants to be on a golf course and in a chair. Yeah. She be sitting on his lap knowing damn well he got osteoporosis. <laughs> I don't know why she keep doing that. Leave that and man I, alone. And I, if they're, I don't believe they're, her that they're having sex. If they are like, oh my God, he must be exhausted. Like it's just, he is I, 400 years old. I think they have sex, but I think that he lays there and she does everything. Oh my god, that's such a Karen. That's so that's so Karen. Right? Yeah, that's so like, Karen. Would she want it any other way? I don't know. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are like, well, Karen paid helped pay, like did the taxes and da, da, da. Listen, he has been taking care of her for a long motherfucking time. He yes. their oldest son is not his biologically. He came into it and mm-hmm. was like, I'm gonna and then they have Raven. And for a long time, Karen just kind of went from place to place, donating money and being on a chairman of this board and doing that and going to this country club. And Ray just, you know, he he did what he had to do. And mm-hmm. the, she, the luckily she's on this show and that's been able to afford her a lot of opportunities and money. And so right. it's fine if she all, she wants to pay off those taxes. That's fine. Yeah, that's her. I mean, they're married, so they're married. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, can I say the? Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I would say like the blackest thing about Ray and Karen is that they spell Raven's name Raven R A Y V I N. I just had to put that in there. Love to do that. Love to name a a child, especially a girl, after their father, and incorporate his name in there and put the yeah. The, mm-hmm, yeah. That is the blackest thing about them. <laughs> yeah yeah so like but karen's kind of been out of it mostly i think she's like tired of the back and forth and i think giselle is a person that is much like kenya moore and that mm-hmm. kenya moore the they go action and kenya moore goes i think your baby's ugly and then they say <laughs> cut and then she goes you want to go eat at wendy's like that's what <laughs> and i think that Giselle can be like that. And so she thinks that she and Karen are having a playful back and forth. And Karen's like, I'm fucking sick of your shit. Stop. Yeah. 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 So Karen isn't really in a part of this, this season. Like she's kind of out, she's kind of on her own Island. And when you look at what happened between Wendy and Candace and, you know, the green eyed bandits, Mm -hmm. I like, they asked, do is colorism an issue on the show and Mm -hmm. ashley with her biracial ass and white ass husband and white kids and white her kids are black i mean if they want to be but yeah yeah but but, but, yeah kids that present as white white yes said i don't think so ashley how the fuck would you know 
how would you know? I was like, can somebody, that's when I needed to pop in the screen and be like, okay, well, I'm going to ask the dark skin people on the cat that. Yeah. Of course, of course you don't feel it because why would you? Right. It's, it's a, it's a thing that you, and let's not forget that last year, as much as Monique got on my motherfucking nerves, what y'all tried to do Mm -hmm. is y'all tried to exclude Monique for fighting. And I do agree that she, that, that fight was unnecessary and absolutely Monique's fault. But I remember uh, Robin tried to go up and beat up Ashley at that Crocodile Dundee restaurant she had. I Look, remember. Robin, Robin, every now and then I see the Baltimore slips out. She gets in her Baltimore accent yeah. and she really just, she'll go there. So with the Monique thing, I agree. Like she was in the wrong, of course. But I'm like, damn, you never seen someone like beat somebody ass before? Like, why are you acting so like Monique is like Jack the Ripper? Like y'all are taking it so... Like when Candace wanted her to go to jail, I was like, I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> like, I feel like it was a lot too. Like, obviously she's in the wrong. Obviously you can't put your hands on people. And obviously if you do that and someone calls the police on, well, you get what you get and you don't get upset. But right. I, they were acting as if they were scared to be around Monique. And I was like, yes. no, you're using this opportunity to push Monique out because you don't like her because mm-hmm. she has a lot of money. She's incredibly beautiful and she doesn't fuck with you right now. And so that, and there is, I'm not saying that Giselle and Robin and Ashley are racist. I'm not going to say that, but I am going to say that the optics of the three of you white passing people (laughs) constantly choosing a dark skinned person to focus Mm -hmm. on and bully on is bad. And you need to understand that even if you are not, your intentions are not racist, the people who watch this don't know your intentions. And Mm -hmm. as soon as this shit gets out to the internet, people get wild. I am sure that Wendy and Candace's mentions and DMs have plenty of people calling them monkeys in it. Plenty. I'm sure it's horrific. And even they, I feel like they always uh, position them as aggressive. Like I remember when Ashley with Wendy on Wendy's first season Ashley was like you're aggressive you're aggressive and I'm like Ashley like nobody on this cast is a scaredy cat like you're all with with the shits you're on this show so Wendy like kind of yelling at you it's like that aggressive word it just aggravates me because I feel like when you are and as a light-skinned person I know this is something that people how people treat me so I know they must treat these women this way they there's a more protectiveness yeah. of like you're you're it's not as scary even though robin she she's got gotten into it with people but people feel like she's more soft because she's mm-hmm. light-skinned and she looks more like a white woman than monique or candace does when in actuality they all are their housewives you yeah. all get in people's faces and t- you know you may not all physically fight but no you know you're all Don't aggressive. Act like you're afraid. Yeah, you're all you're all aggressive, strong, opinionated women. You're not afraid of confrontation. Yeah, like Ashley left. Candace asked Ashley to leave her home. <laughs> Ashley went outside and then took herself back in there and was like, "I'm not going anywhere." I was like, "That is aggressive." And if you yes. had done that to me. I would not have pulled a butter knife on you. I probably would have socked you. Do not come back in my home. I don't care who's coming <laughs> yeah. up in here. 
Like, oh my God, that they're, was they're team, aggressive. Yes. And then also, while we're talking about Ashley, also like, so guys, I am a no Ashley hater. I fucking hate Ashley. Do you guys like, I love that show in treatment and it came, they rebooted it with Uzo Adubo and there was a patient she had on one, on one like storyline that looks so much like Ashley. And she was like <laughs> getting beaten by her grandmother. And I was like, she deserves it. Like hit her again. <laughs> like I had no empathy for this fucking woman. She was crying. She was talking about like, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Ashley. We don't give a fuck. And so, so I hate Ashley. And the reason I hate Ashley is because Ashley every year gets on this fucking show and tries to sell me shit like it's sugar. And yeah. she's a hypocrite. She's a fucking liar. Like a, <laughs> a bad, like she, she lies all the time and she will, she has no problem showing up to a party to tell Robin that Juwan is cheating on her. Like she literally just showed up to the party to say, they didn't even really get inside. She just no, came they outside. Yeah, they were, in a, <laughs> they were in a driveway to say that she will show up with her breast milk to go in here and start shit over here. And then when we go, hey, we noticed that you're married to a predator. She'll be like, you know, we need our privacy. We, this is not, and I'm like, you're in everybody. She got, she Googled Robin. And told oh, yeah. everybody about what was in her bankruptcy filing on the first season. She she was wild for that. And I think they forget, like, Robin hated Ashley. And yeah. so did Karen. But I guess people kind of feel bad for her. I put in my notes that Michael makes me physically ill. And he does. He does. And I don't think he should be on the show because I don't care what Monique said. And I don't care what Ashley said. I think he did touch that man. And he makes me extremely uncomfortable. And Ashley, I, she she upsets me because she's such like a flop to me. Mm. Like, she's very beautiful. Like, she doesn't have to be with Michael, like divorce him. Like, I don't understand her line of thinking. And I agree with you. Like, when Nicki Minaj asked her, "Are you attract? what are you attracted to about mm. Michael? She got up there and said that she was physically attracted to him. And... I don't believe you. And she's, she's sitting there with her liar. mom. She's a liar. <laughs> she's a liar. Talking about how she has more than one hole for Michael. We don't pay. So like, <laughs> so you, that's exactly what it is. Another reason I hate her is because she will not stop bringing that watery eyed bulldog on this fucking show. <laughs> yes. And we can absolutely film Ashley without Michael. Yes. And she will, she will, she will lie directly to our face and say she's attracted to him. They would be together no matter, even though he owned the place she was working at. They yes. would be together anyway. He he told her he wouldn't have babies with her because she he didn't want her to raise their kids the ways her mother raised her. That is yeah, fighting fucking words. Okay. Yeah, and I'm very concerned. Like Michael, I. It's hard to say because he hasn't done something explicitly, but I feel like maybe he's a little bit racist, like, or ignorant because just the way he treats the other women and the way he talks about them, mm -hmm. I feel like Ashley, he kind of sees her as like an exception Absolutely. to a rule maybe because Absolutely. she has a white father and Ashley speaks a certain way and she doesn't like the way Candace speaks and she's go and he's in he's going to her Candace's white husband and saying he needs to control her like 
it makes me very uncomfortable and the way he treated Sheila, which, you know, Sheila and her wig, (laughs) she needed the talking to. So (laughs) she, listen, (laughs) Sheila got some stuff. Like I said, Ashley want to talk about Candace's mama. Let's talk about the fact that your mother is calling you in the middle of the night for $500 real quick. Let's, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's, let's explore that, Ashley. What is that? And who needs $500 real quick? Someone who's living in a tent. (laughs) That's who who needs it. And I'm not like, I'm not being like, Ashley, you're a piece of shit because your mother obviously has drug issues. Mm -hmm. And like that, everybody knows I am very empathetic to that. And my mother like Mm -hmm. is a recovering addict. Like I understand that. But my problem is that we can't talk about that because we're not allowed Mm -hmm. to. But Ashley's allowed to say any fucking thing she wants about anybody. Yes. And that's she's allowed, not fair. Yeah. She's allowed to say that Michael had an indiscretion at MGM. No, he said with that other woman. And then he tells you, oh, I was too drunk to do it. That's even worse. Yeah, he like, wanted to do it. He just did. It, it, so what <laughs> the best case scenario is that I was attempting to cheat on you, but my dick wouldn't let me that's that's horrible like that's that's, horrible and she's kind of like Giselle where she won't just like be honest about it in a lot of ways she kind of plays around and the way she talks about Michael about how he answers the phone and I mean when she said when he said I'm feeling in a fatherly way while she was nine months pregnant with his child like I know I I probably would have choked him in that car what do you mean you're feeling a we're having a baby. So that's yeah. what is so confusing. I don't know what her end game is and they've got to get out of that penthouse. I can't take it. They got to get out of there. <laughs> also like at, Michael has two other children, I believe that are like mm-hmm. Ashley's age. <laughs> and so Michael, why are you acting like, like you don't, like you never been a father before or something? What is, right. That doesn't make any sense. And also so Ashley wants to convince that she's in love with Michael and that she wants her children to have a grandfather for a father, right? But that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. And like when she didn't, when Michael didn't want to have kids, I was on his fucking side. Yeah, I was like, he's old. Ashley, you knew how fucking old I was when you got with me. We've had these conversations. It is not fair to a child or to me for you to be mm-hmm. asking me to have a baby in my, when, in my 80s. That is ridiculous. That is so stupid. And so, but like, that's why I hate Ashley the most because she makes me look at Michael who has been grabbing people's asses, who has yelled that he wanted to suck Juan's dick. And listen, I I think, I I think Michael's probably fluid. You know, any Mm -hmm. hole will do. I, I think it's fine. But that's not why I'm upset with him. I'm upset because he, he continually gets on his fucking show and embarrasses Ashley to mm-hmm. like he does not give a fuck about her. And then no. Ashley shows up with the broom and the mop and tries to clean it up for us, lying directly to our faces like we didn't see the shit. It's it, and so she irritates me um, yeah. in a way that like, I mean, I hate Giselle more and I hate Giselle's neck even more, but I. <laughs> those lines on that fucking neck i can't believe i know i look at them sometimes i feel a little guilt but they stare right at you very Kamorley simmons <laughs> you know oh i was literally thinking about that oh i remember watching her show life in the fab lane and being like i can't stop looking at those lines 
Of course, you know, you know, I definitely <laughs> watched that. Like when I look at Aoki and Ming, I right now I'm like, bitch, I remember when you were <laughs> when you were like, yeah, when three I years old. For, yeah, you were so <laughs> little and you were and you were sitting at the table and your mom was mad at you and you told her, don't worry about it. the chef is going to cook you the meal, blah, blah, blah. And your mother said, that's not how you talk. And she was like, Ahmad, make me a meal. And like, I remember that shit. And I like, but one of the things that Kamora Lee Simmons, they used to call, because Kamora is very tall. They used to call her growing up is a kinky giraffe. And I used to always think to myself, um, and maybe, maybe they used, maybe it's not a kinky giraffe. Maybe they called her a, uh, racial slur for Asian people. Giraffe. giraffe. I'm not yes. sure, but I remember thinking, well, have you seen your neck? Like that first part was really mean. <laughs> and like, I, I don't accept that. That's unacceptable, but right. What are we going to do about like, can you put like filler? Like you, I feel like with today's technology, you can do stuff with your neck. And every time I see that, I think when I do my skincare routine, bring it down to the neck. Like I'm very yes. terrified of that happening to me. That's right. <laughs> you, what you do to your face, you have to do your neck. So, yes. but look at me, like all of a sudden I'm like, just put a needle in your neck because I'm tired <laughs> of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I was on TV, I would not, I mean, I would get it fixed because no. I, I'm, I'm very self-aware of myself in a way that Giselle probably just is not, you know? I don't know why. She probably doesn't even see those lines. So, so, and Ashley, besides like piling up and, and mm-hmm. doing the, oh, by the way, another thing, Ashley's the one that tells us, told us that Monique was a drunk driver. Remember that? Oh, yes. Which I stand by Monique probably was drunk, but when she said that, and then I was like, well, Ashley, you are always 75 Coronas deep. So I would just be <laughs> careful with that. Which I love a Corona, but not as much as Ashley Darby. Like they will be at like any event and she'll have a Corona in line. And sometimes I'm like, girl, like you are at, do something different. Okay. Yeah. But I remember Monique being like, I was tired. I only had (laughs) a quarter of a drink and then the road turned and my car didn't turn. And then they cut to Ashley in the confessional being like, I can count. And she definitely had this many drinks, but nobody go, nobody went to the reunion and say, and said, Monique did not come and at Ashley at that reunion. I was like, Mm -hmm. I feel like Ashley get that. So maybe that's, so it's, I don't want to see Michael. I don't want to see them Benjamin Button ass kids. And I also don't (laughs) want, I don't want to see them. I don't want to. Oh, I don't fucking care. And, and, and then also, Ashley seems she feels like Teflon sometimes that yeah. shit just rolls off her. I'm like you didn't see Ashley over there doing that shit <laughs> I don't know maybe because she's little like she's mm. short yeah like and she's like cute because like they yeah, literally didn't really see her? don't yeah maybe <laughs> they just I honestly think the Michael stuff people just I think they feel bad for her and I think that or maybe they just don't want to talk about it because I would if I was in that show I would really make a stink about Michael being on yeah. it because I think he, I mean, I think we need to do some Googling on him. Like he seems like a, he, he gives me not good vibes. So I wouldn't want him to be I'll on tell the show. You what, it feels like his DNA is in somebody's database somewhere waiting to be yeah. tested in a rape kit. <laughs> yeah. And I, I allegedly. Say, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> it feels like we're going to find out 20 years from now, Michael did a series of like, 
really bad things to people and this DNA <laughs> yes. is finally caught like it's yeah he feels very like where like did he spend some time as a flash or like yeah. uh, you know uh, yes <laughs> can you imagine well don't but can you imagine Michael in a in a fucking raincoat just walking through the park flashing people he probably did it last week probably <laughs> like allegedly you know allegedly and allegedly. then and, and Ashley's like and then he answered the phone Ashley a man you fucking and that you pregnant for better fucking answer the fucking phone. You're like, like your baby. Are you yeah. nuts? He, that's the least he better fucking do. And in fact, if if I'm pregnant with your child, if I clap my hands, you better appear next to me like I dream a genie <laughs> because that, that's what you fucking owe me. Okay. Yes. And I've never, I've never had kids and I don't plan on it. But if I did, I'm not lifting a finger. Like you better be at my beck and call even after the baby is born. Yeah, You're walking around here pumping and crying and having all these issues and Michael's going to the strip club? No. You don't get to go to the strip club till I go to the strip club and I'm not at the fucking strip club. So bring your ass home. I, there's so, always something to do at this house. <laughs> yes, always. There's some laundry. This is other little Benjamin Button ass kid over here. Go talk to him for a while. Like, do something up in this bitch. I'm. <laughs> so I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about um, his boyfriend. Okay, Juan and uh, fucking Rob. I- so the way that you hate Ashley, I really hate Robin. <laughs> and I know people like her, but she's the most, and I feel bad for her at the same time because I feel like she was really depressed this season, but sure. she's the most eat or ass bitch. Like when she was <laughs> on the trip and she was on her period. And then when she was at the reunion and she was constipated, I was like, that's Robin. Like yeah. she is someone, she's always constipated. She's, she has the energy of like, when I'm on my period and I am just so aggravated in my own skin that I'm aggravating everybody else yeah that's Robin at all times I don't she never (laughs) rises to the occasion ever no she's and I don't think it's a hundred percent her fault but it's like don't you don't need to go to a life coach you need to go Robin needs to leave Juan and if she Mm. has a baby with him I it's bad enough she has a house with Juan like yeah she should not have a baby with Juan. She should kiss him farewell and she should find someone else or be by herself because he hates her. <laughs> he is so mean. She's never seriously dated anyone ex- except Juan. Even when they were divorced, she wasn't going out on dates and stuff. She was still fucking Juan. Yeah. She has no Which- frame of reference. And he, listen, I think Juan's very cute and he's also very affable, right? So mm-hmm. he seems like a type of person like even when Michael's over there trying to grab his dick and shit, he's like, "All right, man, come on, man, we go." <laughs> like you know, he seems like a type of dude that just like he flows through the world. He doesn't like a lot of friction. He doesn't like a lot of arguing, and he's just like, you know, he's fine when he's around them. And so I get that right. part. And they look great together, and they do have they are trauma bonded. The fact is, yes. though, you don't want to be together, okay? No. And Juan is only with you because he gave up trying to be happy (laughs) isn't that sad literally he was like because wasn't he in love with another woman and it just didn't work out and so he was like i guess i'll take old robin back exactly robin ain't gone nowhere she's still on the shelf where i fucking left her so and juan is juan is very handsome but he's mean and to me i don't like a man that 
it's so I don't like being talked to all rough and tough like that. So oh. when he was I don't like season when he was when he was like (laughs) leaving her ass and shit. I was like, Robin, you're not embarrassed. This is embarrassing. (laughs) I could not believe he rolled that window up on Robin. I said, Robin, (laughs) I would have kicked that car. You don't roll a window up on me. Are you crazy? He rolled that window. We would have been begging for change. I like I am your alleged fiance and I have two of your children. Don't roll a no window on me. Right. Like right. And when he was like, it's not attractive that you sleep in all day. And can I just say something about these children? Like I get that Robin should get out of bed <laughs> and take care of those kids, but they are old enough. I don't know. My parents, we had to be very independent. My daddy would have came in that room and yelled at my like if them so bad and be like you need to get up and you can fix yourself your own cereal like yeah I, it's I'm, like i wake get up and- one time <laughs> yes. one time if i come back in this room and you still in this fucking bed we got a fucking problem because yeah. i'm not waking you up for my health no if they mm. don't go downstairs and get themselves a granola bar and get to get they're old enough and yeah stop yelling at robin about it she's like depressed and in this bed you need to do stuff or you fix the damn breakfast that's what i wanted to say now they didn't give us any info but i did Mm -hmm. on that episode i was like juan you seem to be awake and know what time it is why didn't you go in there and wake him up and do like what what are you doing yeah i think yeah i think he is a type of person that really doesn't believe in depression right a certain yeah. type of black person doesn't really believe, like if you just get up and do what you're supposed to do it'll be fine and i believe that robin is depressed because she understands that, that she is not where she's supposed to be no yeah she got badass kids her kids are <laughs> fucking bad and i Corey, i think their names are Corey and carter i think their name after jay-z which is which is that is so good like that is so what why <laughs> why would you do that but i can't talk my baby cousin is named after the game what jcr yeah yeah <laughs> why do i know and the I game's a- real name <laughs> <laughs> and i have another cousin whose middle name is ti's kids middle name so you know i come by it honest that's why that's why like i get i get robin and juan i feel like i know them you know so <laughs> but i can't believe Juan let her do this Corey and carter we don't know jay-z and he don't know us why are we naming our anyway the kids are fucking bad because um and it's it's not when i say kids are bad guys i don't mean that they are literally bad people i'm saying that their behavior is bad especially on camera because kids turn up on camera obviously but but also robin is incredibly permissive Mm -hmm. like i said robin's a never try ever type person and Mm -hmm. she will literally be sitting on the couch going going like oh these kids are running around y'all should stop they didn't stop and then and they so don't they don't <laughs> have any sort of discipline and then Juan was never there Juan was at his mm-hmm. girlfriend's house he didn't do yes. his job either and so like in general like so when her kids are on camera I hate watching them because they always do some shit and I'm like Robin get up and do something <laughs> They seem to feel like she's as much of an idiot as Juan thinks she is. Well, They're like this lady. Well, they well. live with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when she comes in and she's like, Corey and Carter. And they're just like, girl, if you don't, I'm like this. Yeah, they're like, they don't. Fuck a school. That's what they basically yeah. said. Yeah, 
yeah, like they're not going there. And I get probably I, having kids during the pandemic, I can't imagine, but it's like, mm-hmm. you, y'all, you wouldn't want to argue with each other about this and you all need to come together mm-hmm. and deal with your children instead of you staring silent and Juan yelling at you. Yeah, yeah. And so like, I agree with you. I, Juan was, I think people believe in the fairy tale of Juan and Robin to kind of be like, oh, they've been together for so long. He lost his parents. And like, I understand that, but like fairy tales aren't real guys. Like their relationship doesn't work. And I've been, I've been with my husband 15 years and I promise the fucking God, as much as I love him, I can love him in his own house. If that's what we got to (laughs) do. We can be cool. We can be best yeah. friends. Hey, you be at your house where you live and I'll be at my house where I live and we will get together on Sundays. I'm not gonna yeah. like live in this house and be unhappy just because we have a rapport because we've been together for so long. That's ridiculous. Yeah, y'all have kids together. Y'all can like hang at the barbecue and have a laugh, but I'm a big proponent of leaving a man, you know, I, I <laughs> just leave them. You know, thought you were going like, to have some extra, I mean, you're like leaving a man, period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, especially if you're not, I feel like, and I feel like you said this and I agree, like women, if you have like a lot going for you, just take a thought before you get married, especially mm. if you have a lot of money. And I feel like Robin getting a house with Juan is a horrible idea. And I don't think they should, they should not be legally bound to each other because they aren't happy together yeah. and it's just prolonging the inevitable so just leave him like I get it you could probably still sleep with him if you wanted to but well, don't let your kids she go no, we'll sleep no. over Lolo yes she should have done this when they were in the townhouse mm-hmm. she should have said I, I know we don't have any money but you gotta get up you something's gotta happen you gotta yeah. get up out of here yeah, I would I would have said I will go live in a studio apartment with these fucking kids <laughs> or I stay in a house with you so we can pay the cable bill together. I'm not doing that. No, that's stupid. And they don't need to have any like I, I'm not age shaming anybody, but Robin don't even take care of two fucking kids she got. Why would you in your 40s get pregnant to have a kid? Yeah, she's 41 years old. Are you crazy? That that is look, if I was her, I'd say that's closed. I yeah, have two. They're about her kids are about to be teenagers. Yeah. No, she wants she's gonna be fooling around with a toddler at 45 years old. No, she doesn't want to do that. That gap in kids, I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's really hard because what happens as your kids get into those the the teenager years, they 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 get a lot more freedom, you get a lot more freedom, but you over here with this fucking toddler. That's (laughs) no, don't do that. No, don't trap yourself. (laughs) That's what Robin's doing now. Can I want you to tell me why is Robin selling hats? <laughs> I looked at those hats at first when she was talking about them. I said, "This seems like something I would see in Marshall." I put it in my cart, but then I take it out before checking out. And then you I go through the little windy thing. When you go yeah. through the little windy part, you'd be like, "I don't need this" because you're waiting too long. Shit. <laughs> I'm not paying eight dollars for this. Then I then I looked up the hats and I said, "This is the ugliest shit I've ever seen in my life." This is something. Do you know what a um, Bell's outlet is? No, what's that? It's a clothing store. It's like, it's like an outlet of an outlet. Oh. <laughs> of a department store. It looks like something, I don't know if you guys have city trends, like any yes. kind of like a rainbow. <laughs> yes, yes. That is in, that is in that. And I was like, 
nobody asked your ass for this to be in Macy's. You're lying to me. Like, yeah. who, did someone scam you and say like, we'll put your hats in Macy's because it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Now give me your bank account number. That's <laughs> what that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she might have been right not to answer that. <laughs> yeah. But the story she's saying that like she, she couldn't even like deal with that. There's only two things. Either you're lying or you're telling the truth and you're stupid. Like it, it's only can go both either way. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. and you're already known as lazy. And I don't say yeah. that lightly. She just seems mm-hmm. like she don't try. She barely get dressed. She always showing up in a sweatsuit somewhere. And like, yeah. I, she's Eeyore. Yeah. Like and she's so, just there. So, and now you want to tell us that you missed an opportunity and, but it's fine. Like, I don't get it. And I think, I think that it's nice for her to try something, Giselle and her Evie Hugh. It's nice for her to try something, (laughs) but I just don't understand, like, where, like, does Robin wear a lot of hats? Like, where? I've never seen that bitch with a hat. Me either. And Robin, like, doesn't she get a perm like I, she like what are you protecting your hair from I feel like she yeah. gets a perm so I think she gets a perm yes which is fine do you but it's like what are you talking about with this cap you never wear it I yeah. mean say what you want about Karen she talks about LaDom every 15 seconds like she I bet you she smells like LaDom right <laughs> fucking now in white diamonds as she yeah. should like yeah. Robin, Robin- it's like was on her shit. She would have showed up to every meetup with a hat on this, this year. Yes. Why didn't she? <laughs> she would have gotten that. She would have made masks in the pandemic. She would have gotten soft, stretchy headbands. Yeah. She would have made bonnets. I mean, come on. If Toya Carter can make a bonnet, you can make a bonnet. You know, oh. it's... <laughs> <laughs> Toya Carter do a lot of shit we don't need to be doing. <laughs> you know what? That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry to invoke Toya on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that girl is beautiful. Like she is. And she's like four feet tall and she is yes. so fucking beautiful. And she purposely got pregnant with a baby for little Wayne when she was like 14 years old. And he was like 14 years old. Yes. So the grandma wouldn't be alone. Like it's yeah. just, it <sighs> is foolishness at its height. And it's like, and now she got Regine running over here doing any fucking thing she wants to. Regine is bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's probably almost 30. She's bad, though. She's <laughs> in her 20s, but she is bad. She is. She, she need a woman. That one guy. She does. When she was dating that one man and she showed up at that cucumber party. Like, I can't even get into Regine. But like, she- I don't believe in hitting children, but if... <laughs> Toya and Little Wayne showed up somewhere where Regine wasn't with a belt. I might mind my business because I'm yeah. like, yeah, she probably she needs, needs a talking to. Threaten her, do something. She bad, you know. <laughs> she is bad. She needs to be sent upstairs. Yeah, too that's exa- you know what you said is so much better. Business she all the time, that. all the fucking <laughs> <Like>, time. <laughs> Like sit your ass down somewhere. Like yeah, you, no, uh, you said it so eloquently. She needs to be sent upstairs, and everybody knows what the fuck that means. You you doing too much. You in these adult folks' conversation. It's time for you to go upstairs. <laughs> yes, go play with a Barbie doll, but yeah. you cannot be in this conversation. Very yeah. uh, Riley Burris energy, but mm, mm, <laughs> you know why? Because they all friends. Because Atlanta bitches stick together. <laughs> so 
they do they do i can't believe we're talking about version eight okay <laughs> so so you and i are in agreement we don't want Juan and a robin together we don't no. think it's cute no we and so whenever somebody asks when are you guys getting married i'm like stop asking them that so maybe they won't do it <laughs> yes I want Robin to go on a, a month sabbatical and find herself. She needs to go away to a beach and like write in a journal and then come back yeah. with a new attitude. Yeah. And then, and then she needs to fuck some people. Like let's find some men for her. That she can just to take sleep care with. of the kids. Cause he knows what time yeah. he's supposed to be at school. Cause he's <laughs> running around here yelling about it. So he knows he yeah. can do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, give him. I'm sure they play basketball or something. Do that. They do. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Um, <laughs> so this year we got Mia, right? Oh lordy. How do you feel about Mia? Mia is also kind of a tryhard. She mm-hmm. has the fatal flaw. This is what makes you not a top tier housewife. She cannot think on her feet. She okay. cannot. She's not quick enough, and I feel like she came in the season strong, and then she ended it very weird. I mm-hmm. did like that she went took Candace to task. I also think she shouldn't have brought her mama on the show mm-hmm. and I don't like Gordon G she shouldn't have brought her man or her mom on the show. And <laughs> I am, I guys, everybody tells me I'm wrong, but fine. Call me wrong. If you bring your mama on this show and there's a storyline <laughs> involving your mama, she's on the table. Yes. Why would you bring her on the show to be like my mama? She did drugs and she left me alone and her, she hated me and she didn't want to look at me. Why would you do that to yourself? I would never have my mama on the show. Me because you're not talking about my mama. <laughs> you're not going to talk about my mama. I talk about my mama. You don't say shit about my mama. I'm a candy burst, which is why yes. I wouldn't let my mama be on the show because I can't control my mother. I can't Call me either. Like she gonna say whatever she wants to. The other day, me and my we were on the I was on the phone, Bluetooth speaker in the car, and we're talking about a friend of mine. And my mom's like, "Oh, is she the Oriental?" And I said. <laughs> I've never heard you say some shit like that in your entire life. Did you just decide all of a sudden you're going to start calling Asian people Oriental? And my <laughs> husband is in the process of going, no! <laughs> and my mom's like, I don't know why I said that. I was like, yeah. And this is why you'll never get on my podcast. This is why I don't let you meet people. Because even though you and I, like, you absolutely know that why we don't do that, right? Because the Oriental things are things Asians are people. people we yes. we know that but yet for some reason on this sunny Tuesday afternoon you just came out your mouth like that and so I would never let her do a talking head she would never get no. a Chiron she would because I can't control her sometimes she goes off script okay yeah my that sounds like my mama except my mama is churchy so she would have said that they need to get she would have told Candace she needed to get right with Jesus and that mm-hmm. the devil was in her or something and then I would say mama please don't do that you yeah. know you're on I just had to tell mom her from exercising <laughs> uh, Candace she <laughs> called me today at when I was at Trader Joe's saying that three six mafia were devil worshipers I said <laughs> where did you see this at and she said your daddy told me and I said that's it I'm banning him from listening to podcasts <laughs> I'm getting on that YouTube and I'm blocking drink champs <laughs> So just like out of the blue, she was like, you know what? I need to call Nadia. Nadia, do you know? <laughs> I said, I don't think, I think, I, I don't think they are mama. Please. I mean, they're drug addicts, but 
Like that's Please a different don't thing. Me, don't make me defend Juicy J in the But <laughs> <laughs> so like when Mia comes on, so Mia shows up and like listen, I like somebody who shows up with stories. Got it. Love that first yes. season you're out the gate. But you're trying too hard. So you show yes. you bring your mom on this show to tell us how she didn't do this and she didn't do that. And she was a drug addict and blah, 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 blah. And then if somebody else says something about your mama, we mad. It's not yeah. how it works. No. You shouldn't oh, have brought her on there. You know what she reminds me of? Speaking of Ayala, um, she reminds me of Lisa Ray McCoy. Remember, she was on the oh, on the show because because yes. here's the thing: Mia doesn't want anything bad said about her daddy. Because Mia idolizes her father, even though he was downstairs right. smoking crack and fucking another woman while your ass was getting burnt up. Even though yes. they took him from the, the CPS took you from him too. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. could have like gotten you back too, but you don't blame him. You blame your mother because, and for guys who don't know, who didn't watch, who doesn't, who doesn't know everything about Lisa Ray and DeBrat <laughs> and her mama. And we probably don't even know who fuck Lisa Ray is. Lisa Ray's mama is so mean. That she is, is a mean woman. She is mean. But they, the, re, the two of them do not gel together. And I tell you why. Because Lisa Ray, another light-skinned, light-eyed person growing up in Chicago, yes. probably yes. There, there's some jealousy there. Mm-hmm. Also, Lisa Ray loved her father more than her mother. So Lisa Ray yes. would ride around while he was fucking other women and hang out with them when she was like a teenager. And her mother would be like, you have to be home by 10 or day. Like, no, you don't. And Lisa Ray would be like, fuck you, mom. Like they, don't oh. have, they have a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. And she idolizes her daddy. Her dad died. And she blames her mother because they were fighting. Her dad used to fuck around her mother all the time. And her mother said, you can't be here tonight. So he went out and I guess he got shot for... I don't know. Did he get shot. shot by his girlfriend? I think the girl so. Was but listen, Lisa Ray Daddy was in these streets. That's why her sister is the brat. That's why. <laughs> so, yeah. But Lisa Ray hates her mother and idolizes her father. And Mia's doing the same thing, even mm-hmm. though, like, even from just the, the story you told me, seems like they were kind of equally responsible and like neglectful. Yes. And, but here you are, like, don't talk about my daddy, but I'm gonna bring you on a show to let her, to call you a crackhead. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Don't let everybody. She was in prison. What? Like, why are you? Like, yeah. Don't do your mama like that. If you don't want anyone to say anything, and you're afraid that she's gonna relapse, like she's not afraid. The she's just saying that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She's not. Oh, well, I mean, she might be afraid she's gonna relapse. Which, she, well, we all know it's not gonna be because Candace said your mama. No, that's not why. It's not. No, it's going to be because your mother is addicted to drugs. And sometimes it happens, unfortunately. It's not Candace's damn fault. All kinds of reasons people relapse. And, and yes. Real Housewives of Potomac ain't always a factor, okay? <laughs> no, no. Do you... Okay, so I want to ask you, if you go to a strip club and they sell steak, <laughs> is it not a strip club anymore? A sh- it is a nice strip club. If mm-hmm. you are bending it over busting it wide if you're sitting on laps if you're smiling at men and they're giving you dollars it's a strip club and you know what good for you yeah you know love that for you if you're going to be a stripper do it in the classy joy you, you know take the steak home with you but you Mia you were a stripper I don't care if you wore a alleged gown you know I don't believe you um so yeah if you're if you're shaking it 
if you're showing it, it's a strip club. <laughs> you know, it's a strip it, club. this is what it is. And you met your husband at a strip club. And you also yeah. told us that the bartender called him and said, there's a new girl here, which means he comes all the yeah. time. Yes, he's an old, nasty man. Like, I can just see him in that strip club, <laughs> walking around barefoot, <laughs> trying to figure out who is the new girl. And, you know, he has a very particular type. I will mm-hmm. never get over him saying, where the where are the white women? Which <laughs> made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I would have got up and left that kitchen if he would have said that if I, I was in there. I would have too. I like... <laughs> First of all, I don't know if you know, but this is Real Housewife of Potomac. We don't let white people on this show because these oh, yeah. shows are segregated, okay? Yes. So the yes. white girls are over on Real Housewives of New York. You head on up. <laughs> That's what I would Yes. Say. <laughs> we do not have a token white girl on this show. No. So don't do that. No. I... Mia gives me a greasy feeling, okay? She's, she, she also lies a lot. And she yes. came into the show, it feels like she came in the show and she was like, I'm going to be the biggest, baddest. I'm very Jen Shaw-like. You know how Jen Shaw showed yes. him was like, this is what a housewife does. And she starts yes. doing wild shit. I feel like that's what Mia did. Yeah, she came in the gate, poor Wendy. She ruined, that's why Wendy really didn't like Mia. Because Mia came in and showed her up at her own plastic surgery party. I think she got her clit done, which I'm thinking she did. You don't, why would you? No. I don't think she did that, right? She's, I think she later admitted, because she kept saying that she'd been pounded out. And I'm like, that's not how sex works, though. No, it doesn't. Is he pounding <laughs> your clit with his, like, I don't think Mia understands vaginas. And so- no. I think what she's meant to say, she got vaginal rejuvenation. Right. And also, this is not how you introduce yourself to people, right? (laughs) Hi, my name is Princess and I got a brand new pussy. That's not what we do. (laughs) Like, get to know me for a minute and then then we talk about it. (laughs) I don't, yeah, Mia, like, it feels like she's trying very hard feels like she's like the way she was bringing she was bone carrying but like lying about what was said yes <laughs> she was putting two on ten as they say yeah like or ten on two like she when she said that Giselle called Wendy a weak ass bitch which she <laughs> like she didn't call her that was she thinking it yeah but she didn't say it you that's know not what she so, said <laughs> that's not what she said you know and uh, then she she's a flip-flopper yep and um She's also one of my favorite housewives tropes. She's a fake businesswoman. Um, <laughs> I don't believe she does anything at that chiropractor office. She walks in with that stupid face shield, moving things around. <laughs> they probably said, Mia's coming? We haven't seen her in six months. What is she coming? Like, I know whoever really works there was pissed off. Yeah, which is fine, right? I don't yes. need Mia to show up to the chiropractor. Like, does Mia have a, a license to do any of that stuff? She just... No. Yeah. So, like, why do you need to be here? You invested your money. This is your business. Great. You don't need to be here, though. And yes, I she. You know what? She has a bad case of the boss babes. You know, like Horrible I'm a boss. Case. I'm a boss babe. And and I loved at the reunion where they made her explain because <laughs> the thing is, you were working at a strip club, which is fine. Yeah. Strippers need love too. And if you are making money as a stripper, uh, I, I feel like you must be good at it. So kudos to you. You met yeah. a, a nasty old man there <laughs> who 
then you started dating and he took you out of the strip club. You guys, he was investing in businesses you wanted, massage business, which by the way, do not tell people you left a strip club to open a massage parlor because you know what I think goes on there. And if I ask you, I know Mia's going to be like taking it back, but like, doesn't it make sense? Like if I made yes. a lot of money stripping and I want to like, out, I get like a massage parlor where they also do sexual things in there. Of course. And like, honestly, go you. I mean, it's like, yeah, there's, I don't really feel like, and the women were trying to shame her about it, which I didn't like. But it's like, you did it, girl. Like, you worked hard. Like, good for you. You have to lay with that old geezer every night. Not me, you know? So, right. but yeah. don't try to act like you are, you know, Oprah Winfrey meets a word. I don't, yeah, yeah. Word. Um, <laughs> you, to quote another, a great strip club movie, you got to use what you got to get what you want, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, Lisa, Lisa Ray McCoy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we will get into lisa ray mccoy in her reality tv show and her all white all she wears is white clothes yes and her inappropriate boundaries with her daughter i oh remember she was married to the prime minister of barbados oh my and she was like a princess or something yeah she was like (laughs) essentially the queen of barbados not that i understand the government there and he cheated on her the way martin they used to be on that show. Remember all of us? They used to be on that show yes. together that Will and Jada do. produced. And Dwayne Martin started hanging out with her husband and bringing the bitches. And so the prime minister of, Bar- Bar- of Barbados cheated on Lisa Ray McCoy with Roxy from 106 and Park. That damn Roxy. One, like, who like, which one of you happers were fucking Dwayne Martin? I, like what come on i don't know and and now <laughs> him and tisha are getting divorced or whatever or have been or have been getting divorced yeah they and they don't have any money they don't have any money well of course not they're they're 90s tv people yeah. yeah why would they have any money <laughs> who like if i saw tisha campbell somewhere she was getting gas i would be like let me sit here because her card might not go through because I'm not going to let you go out like that. Me either. I will help her. I will give her ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but but the what the reason I'm talking again about Lisa Ray McCoy <laughs> is that that movie Players Club. And yes. I also agreed that like you have to use what you got to get what you want. I just don't want you to lie to me about it and try yeah. to piss on me and tell me it's raining. Because I'm not. You're trying to call me stupid. Exactly. You know? I, I'm not dumb. But Mia's a beautiful woman. She has all the right accessories. And, you know, she did what she had to do for her baby. And, you know, hey, now you can walk around a chiropractor thing. I'd be bragging about that. I'd be like, you know, I dropped it hot so good that this man got me a chiropractor. Yeah. Taking <laughs> yeah. my name. Yeah. I have a business in my name because I shake it good. That's what I would say. <laughs> I would be like, I grew up in foster care. My parents were drug addicts. I, I really had a rough life. And I have come all the way from that, took a, took a detour to a strip club. And now I can go anywhere and buy anything I fucking want. Yeah. And you too can live this life. Let me tell you how. (laughs) A man hasn't even gotten me a damn Marco Chorus course. So she's like, Hey, I, she deserves, she had a rough childhood. At least she can do is have an old man pay for her life. Yeah. When my husband gets home from work, I'm going to ask him why he never got me a chiropractor practice. 
what the fuck is he doing where is my massage envy place yeah <laughs> but so mia on the show and mia's like on the internet now being like i don't know if we're gonna come back it's very ghetto there the, mia's very ghetto and she's ghetto like <laughs> mia you're the definition of ghetto what are you saying and i say that with love I say that with love. I love an around the way ghetto girl. I love those bitches. I love them to death. I love somebody that like go walks to the corner store and gets a pickle and eats it with her <laughs> friends and you know drinking one of those little coolies. Those I love a fucking ghetto girl. And but Mia keeps showing up calling people low rent, saying the show is ghetto. And I'm like, Mia, you're not better than this show. Who does she think on the show is more ghetto than her? Candace but again it's candace we're going to talk about candace candace out of all of these people grew up with more money and access than all of them ashley was living in a tent with her damn mama underneath the bridge (laughs) so like maybe she wasn't in the tent but her mama was in a tent underneath a bridge and so ashley's like all of them even giselle who grew up with a very respectability prop um like we are you know the talented tents like we that she grew up like that but candace had grew up the most privileged and mia when mia calls her low rent she i it's very colorist she's saying yes it's not about candace it's she's saying like you are low rent and it it comes off as she's saying that about candace because she's brown and not yeah like other it doesn't make any sense why she'd be saying that no because yeah it doesn't and she knows candace is not ghetto she's just sick like she's just saying that i I agree with you because candace is darker skin and she gets the label of aggressive and Mm -hmm. that she does this to do that and but candace did the same thing to monique which aggravated me too because she kept saying monique was hood bitch and this and that and the third and it's like I mean, and Candace was being classes because Candace was like, yes. I grew up going to Jack and Jill and stuff. And can and Monique did not. Monique's no. just a regular chick. So, which, yeah, like she definitely is eating a hot pickle, you know? So, <laughs> so what? They're good. I've eaten one. <laughs> That's how I'm going to, I'm going to be like, from now on, I'm how to say I'm going to, people who have eaten a hot pickle and people who haven't. <laughs> so, yes. And people who've eaten a hot pickle, they're fun. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> embrace it. But don't go around calling other people ghetto because they're dark-skinned and they have a poor husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, not all of us know how to twerk, Mia. Okay? Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> so don't judge us for not being able to get a gross old man. All right? <laughs> if I could have, I would have, but I couldn't, and now I'm here. So leave me she alone. She did the best she could. She did the best she could with what she had. Okay, so leave her alone. I know Candace don't know how to fucking twerk. I can tell you that right fucking now. Okay. So I want to talk about Candace, who I this is how I describe Candace. I just describe Candace as someone who needs her ass beat. Okay. (laughs) She needs to get into she and Monique didn't beat her good enough. She needs no. <laughs> to get into a good fucking fight and somebody rumble with her so that she realizes that we were not all raised the same way. You cannot no. get in people's personal spaces. You cannot pick at people and start shit and then expect them to react to you the way you want them to. 
I know three bitches right now that would absolutely destroy Candace. Like I, like Monique, honestly, like she didn't even like she didn't even get to her. She just dragged her. Like I, like she better be a lucky. Like you can tell that she never. And I was like, she talks so much shit. She's had to been confronted about it, but I guess not because she was truly surprised. Exactly. I. This is just me. Like if I say drag me, I'm. That means I'm gonna fight. Like I'm, I'm taking off my earring. You know, I wouldn't say Nadia, that if I would. I'd never gonna say, fight me. I'd never say drag me with my hands at my side. <laughs> I no. would never do that. <laughs> I holding a purse, got shit in my hands. That shit would be on the ground. If I say drag me, I'm inviting you. And so, like, remember when Portia dragged Kenya? That's what she she grabbed yeah. her by her hair, and yes. Kenya was all like, "This is not Kenya. You from fucking Detroit? Okay, <laughs> don't you tell me." that you can put shit in people's faces and call them a slut on a bullhorn and they don't reach out and grab your ass. Don't of tell me. They you are. Of course they are. And it doesn't matter if you're on fucking TV and there's a gay white guy over there. This is going <laughs> to happen. Okay. And I can't believe Candace did not get beat up in high school. Me I, either. I'm sure she went to some prep school of some sort in which she was the one of three black people in the entire building, but she still should have, someone should have whooped her ass by now. Not even a cousin? There wasn't a cousin who said, Candace, now this is the last damn time. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a cousin that also doesn't have, you know, doesn't, whose who's family doesn't have as much money. So she comes over on Thanksgiving and then Candace <laughs> got a lot of shit to say. And finally, the next thing you know, you hear Candace screaming and they, that cousin there whooping Candace's ass. And <laughs> she was like, I did my best. I tried, but I had to beat her ass. I don't know. I, every time I get on this mic, yeah. it sounds like I'm I'm advocating for people to beat people up. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not the right thing to do, of course. But I think, you know, we're similar just how I grew up. That's just how, you know, to quote Tammy Roman, any bitch that don't want to get caught, get it popping should shut up. And I live by sure. that. I keep my mouth shut. Me because too. I can't fight. You yeah, know? like, and I am not a fighter. I'm like, I'm just not going to let you like, <clears throat> I'm not going to like curl up on a bar on the floor. I'm not a fighter, right? but I'm not going to let you run up on me. And I'm just going to like Steve Harvey said, I don't remember what, who, who he's talking to, but someone got beat up. I, it was probably on the Steve Harvey show. And he goes, well, did you pitch him at least? Did you, did you, did you grab him a little bit? Looks like he whooped your ass. Did you do something, something? And that's yeah. what I live by. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to defend myself. I'm not going to be caught unawares. That's, but I, I just feel like Candace, that said, Candace last year was the best behave she'd ever been before mm-hmm. Monique dragged her. Yeah. She, she, she'd been less well-behaved. And this year, besides fighting with Mia, I feel like Candace really, um, I feel like Candace did the best she could. And I, yeah, I, I guess she was also fighting with Karen because Karen didn't want to take her side uh, in the Monique stuff. But Karen's an old lady. She don't want to be involved in this shit. Yeah, she didn't even really, she just said like, it was bad on both sides. I didn't like it. It's like, yeah. I feel like they, because Monique wasn't there, they put a lot on Karen because Karen and Monique were close. So I think they couldn't get at Monique. So then they were just like, Karen did this. And I was like, I don't think Karen did any more than anyone else did absolutely not karen uh, me deciding not to get involved is not the same as co-signing anything she she felt you guys had acted badly 
Um, and that was it. I do have a question for you about Candace. Why ahead. is she getting an MBA? I don't know. And every time <laughs> they mention, I'm like, Candace, what? What are you going to do with that? So you're going to have a recording career. You're going to be on the Real Housewives of Potomac. And you also need an MBA. Why? Some and on TV. And, and like a TV, TV show. And yes, what is she doing in a Howard University Zoom classroom um, <laughs> doing finance homework? If she don't, if she, if she, that's like when Nick Cannon is at, he's at Howard or something. This is, that is stupid. Mm. Nick Cannon don't be, don't do that. Guys, I just want to let you know that if you see Nick Cannon, get away from him. He just throws his sperm in the air. <laughs> and like wherever it lands, that's what that's what a new baby. Y'all be careful around Nick Cannon. Use your protection. But yes. y- you're right. He's just there. And I, I feel like I just don't understand why she needs to do this now. So Brown Dick Chris is, <laughs> he's seeing two of his kids. I, I'm never going to stop calling him that because Candace came on her first season in the first episode and told us that that man had a brown dick. Well, I like to call, I like to say that um, Chris does Jodeci cosplay. Mm. And um, I also feel like, do you think Chris says the N word? I do not. Think, really? I think he thinks it. <laughs> I don't think he says <laughs> it. I think he thinks it. And I think that when he's in the car alone driving and the song, he, he says it then. But I don't think, I I have a feeling that Candace would not stand for that. Yeah. I, well, you know, yeah. you know. As opposed uh, to Michael, Chris likes black people. So. <laughs> <laughs> he does. And I think he kind of has an understanding of how far he can get to that. But yeah. I think we both agree that in the right circumstances, we would be having sex with Brown Dick Chris. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's got John B vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, but I wouldn't marry him. He's got too many baby mamas for me, but. He's got too many baby mamas. I can't <laughs> do that. And not enough money. And not enough money. And he's not even seeing one of the kids for whatever reason. And yeah. I, think the kid, I think the kid doesn't want to see him. I think that, I think That's it boils it, down yeah. to that. And that, to me is too messy for me to like hitch my ride to you you know and the two children that we did saw I'm like are they okay like they just seem sad to me I was like is this the first time they've seen Chris like what is going on I don't know and I as as much as I believe people should be parenting there is no way I'd send my babies from Florida to fucking Maryland during a fucking pandemic to be on the real housewives of pretending I just wouldn't do that not with Candace. No, but Candace seems like she she is doing fine as a stepmom because I feel like she understands her role there. Yeah, yeah. She probably doesn't do a lot of disciplining, which is I believe step parents should not. They should yeah. they should be on the same page for the parent, and they should allow they should support the parent and not be the source of discipline. Yeah, um, but Can- Candace and Chris argue too much for me. Too much, and Candace got a mouth. <laughs> And some things you can't take back. You cannot say some stuff and then we supposed to just resume living together as man and wife. (laughs) Yes. Um, Her mother is sporty. Her mother got a sporty mouth. Dorothy scares me. Like, I feel like whenever I see her, I feel like a little girl in church and Dorothy (laughs) is like, would you like a piece of candy? And I'm like, "Uh, no, thank you, Miss Dorothy. (laughs) Like she... (laughs) 
I saw this clip the other day and I was like, I forgot how good Real Housewives of Atlanta used to be. When Mama Joyce is in that room, Aiden is there and so is Phaedra. And she goes, be nice to Mama Joyce or you're not going to get any candy. He turns and whispers to her and goes, I don't want any candy. And I fucking died. He's like, keep your fucking candy. right, Aiden. I'm not going to scary too. Yeah. She like she'll pinch you. Like if you, and, if you talk too much. Exactly. And so in terms of that, I don't want no candy. So I'm not coming over there. No. And Candace, Dorothy went upside your head. This is why they need to just go back at Candace with some of the stuff she said. Like your mama hit you in the head. If I was me, I'd be like, your mama hit you in the head with a purse. Like everybody wants to fight. Everybody yeah. wants to fight. your mama. <laughs> yeah. Which is wild. It's wild that she did that. And this woman's a psychiatrist. Girl, <laughs> mental health professionals are the most fucked up people in the world. <laughs> I just imagine her client seeing this. And I'd be like, I'm getting a new doctor because this woman is insane. <laughs> insane. I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like hit her boundaries with her mother are non-existent. And part of it mm-hmm. is because, um, she grew up a sing like I guess she was a single parent for a good portion of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Candace has a step parent, has a step uh, father, and yes. and also Dot like Dot controls with money, which is yeah. no different than all kinds of people. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but the way that someone like Giselle comes at Candace, being like, "You live in your mama's house. You live in this. You live in that." Giselle, you was living in Jamal's house. Yeah, you're in the house that Jamal built. Now you're like, the old what? woman in a shoe because you got this fucking weird ass constructed house over here that's going to blow down. And so it does, like, the fact that Candace has has a nice place and her mother pays half the mortgage is literally no different than what you do with men. No, it's just, and at least that's her mama, you know? <laughs> like, that's her mother. Like you yeah. should do for your kids. I mean, they need, yeah. some, I think Dot controls with money. So I wouldn't take money from her because it feels like no. she does the thing. And it, she seems also like the type of person that gives you money and will never fucking shut up about it. No, she talks about it all the time. And it's, it's like, she's angry about it. But you know, if Candace was probably like, mom, don't pay anymore. She'd probably throw a fit about that too. Right, right. Because- she this is a means of control mm-hmm. and so when ashley's like this is your mama's house or whatever i'm like ashley you live in michael's penthouse what are you talking about like yes it, it's, you it's, were a yoga teacher before you met him it's you know like you weren't yeah you didn't it's, have like which a, a, a huge fancy career which there's nothing wrong with being a yoga teacher but it's like all your money comes from your husband Right. And that's fine. And it's, sh- and like, if you're married all the month and he has money, you guys should be, the money should come mm-hmm. from him, but mm-hmm. don't come over here and try to come for Candace because her money comes from a parent and you wish your mother could have done that for you. Otherwise right. she wouldn't have been in a tent under the overpass. You <laughs> so stop. And you it. probably wouldn't be laid up with Michael. You wouldn't because you would have dated someone you are attracted to because there yes. is no way there is, I guarantee you, Ashley is dry as a fucking Sahara when it comes to Michael. <laughs> there is no fucking way. Ashley, you you can't convince me of it. It's it's not true. They have no sexual chemistry at all. I will be They're in so... regular 
conditions and see Michael on TV and dry the fuck up at my own house. So th- let me tell you, I know you dry. Okay. Yes. I can't even imagine. Oh, well, I don't want to imagine. I don't no. want to imagine. He probably got a brown dick too. I don't want to deal with Oh God. Okay? I can't. <laughs> but so Candace and so what, how do you feel about this? So this season is really about um, brown dick Chris uh kind of like they said managing but i was like it don't sound like you're managing her it sounds like you are being her husband so yes how do you feel about that new dynamic they have i have a rule that no woman should ever have their husband manage them sure but i think (sighs) (laughs) why do you why three husbands and they all managed her (laughs) all of them (laughs) 45 kids like i I get stressed out thinking about Kiki Wyatt. At the beginning of the pandemic, <laughs> when they said you couldn't be in groups of 10, I saw a tweet where someone said, Kiki Wyatt can't go home then because she got yes. 15 kids. <laughs> and that raggedy man left her with all them kids. When you have oh, that many kids, I, you can't leave me. We got too many kids. We got to work it out. You might go. <laughs> we got to work go that. Next, yeah, we need to figure it out because we got too many. Kiki Wyatt get pregnant every fucking year since she was fucking 17 years old. And the oh, fact God. that she is so fucking talented that voice i know and her She's the got way one she of the best voices you know i all like r&b divas ruined a <laughs> lot of fucking people for me i did not know that kelly price was like that kelly price was so mean and kelly price remember when she went missing yeah and i know they're they're like well that's the sister doing this i'm like all right but if people say you're missing get on fucking instagram live and say you're not missing <laughs> yes it was very dramatic. Like, just post something. Tell us you're not missing because the black community be looking for Kelly Price. Okay, we know, we, we know who you. that is. Yes, we love. Yes. you. I mean, not as much as I used to love you before I found out you yes. act like that. But <laughs> this, so R and B demons ruined a lot of fucking people for me whose music I loved. Shantae Moore ruined fucking Shantae Moore for me. Like, Shantae Moore is so dizzy, but. And I did not really think about that. Ruined Dawn from Invoke. I didn't know Dawn was out here like that, acting wild. Little Mo, oh my God. Little Mo. <sighs> Little Mo, also Baltimore, Baltimore legend. So be more legend, okay? <laughs> yeah. Still got the fucking accent. And yes, so- she does. I, I love a Baltimore accent. I love when Rob, that's when I like Robin the most she when knows. she gets when she gets like two whiskeys in her and she's like that Baltimore accent, those R's. I'm like, yes, Robin. Like, well, I love it. I love Robin when she is not licking Giselle's ass, but that's very, yes. very rarely, very rarely. We thought one season that, that like maybe season two, that she was going to like act differently, but she didn't. And I am waiting for the dissolution of that relationship. I know. Yeah. I talk about this all the time. I like people to have fun on screen. I feel like so many of these shows are just people going to dinner to further storylines, doing Mm -hmm. ad placements for whatever they're going to try to sell me next year. And so that's why I was a big Phaedra and Portia. I'm a big Portia fan. I Even now, you know why I'm a big Portia fan? She's a fun slut. And if you know me, you know that's a compliment. She's like in a Jenna Maroney sort of way, a fun slut. Like, you know how she like, 
Jenna Marone will be walking through like the set of 30 Rock with like a pamphlet saying um, therapy for hot, for fun sluts. And I'm like, yeah, that's what she is. Yes. yes. Like, um, I've been talking to my friends and they're like, I cannot believe Portia did this. I said, Portia is dumb. Portia is thirsty. Portia is, Portia used to be a bug-eyed girl with no daddy. Like, Portia, like, this all fits with what Portia, like, I am not disappointed in Portia at all. I just want to look at it, okay? Because she's a fun slut. And she just fucks who she wants. She says what she wants. And she says some funny shit. It's fine. She, and like, I don't know why people are disappointed that she literally stole a co a, a co-star's <laughs> man who is ugly, straight up she ugly. Loves an ugly man, that damn Portia. Uh, she loves an ugly man. Cordell was not attractive. She can't. She Cordell is not perfect by far. <laughs> by far, but he is my husband. That's when she was in her like I'm a I'm a good wife phase. I like her as like I'm fun I'm twerking I'm drinking Hennessy and Coke that's, that's what I like <laughs> the princess of Thotlandia so if y'all thought the princess of Thotlandia would not fuck your man where have you been he, come on that man looks like Florida Evans yeah. he, he, the, for those who don't know the mama on good times the one that goes damn 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 that's what she looks like that's what he looks like he's he looks kind of like the hot dog man, but worse. But you know what? She said, I'm not going to be poor. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm going to sell these sheets on Amazon and that's it. Like, <laughs> I, I'm married this weekend. I can, like, Portia, I cannot wait to read The Pursuit of Portia. I cannot fucking wait because did I you know, know she was engaged to R. Kelly. I did. I never should have wrote this book, but that sounds like a fun slut thing to do. And so, and that, that sounds like it. And so, like, I am. So, I know the the show. Uh, what is Portia Family Values? That yeah. people are like, like, I can't believe Portia got on here with this funky timeline. And Simon saying a different timeline. I said, yes, you can. Portia's dumb. That's she didn't yeah. have a meeting. She didn't have a group test to say. Let's say we did this. And you know what? She don't give a damn because she's walking down the aisle and she's going to be married to this man and she's going to live in a very gaudy, expensive house in Atlanta. Yeah, and then find out he has no money. Like, (laughs) like, like two years in and that like he's been embezzling from her to pay for this. Like, she And then she'll be back on the show (laughs) ready to roll. I know a lot of people think Portia did not sign her contract for this season of Real House of Atlanta because she was embarrassed. Portia can't be embarrassed. She she's not embarrassed, guys. She no. she knew, like she I saw I heard her on um keep it and like yeah, Portia, she too. She she's again she's a fun person, um. But I know she like she said she would end up being the center of things all the time. Yeah. She knew she was gonna hold up this fucking season of Real House of Atlanta, and I'm telling you, they were dicking with the money. She did not sign yeah. that contract because she wanted money. She wanted options. She wanted guaranteed seasons of, of Portia's family value. And they were like, we're not, we can't give it to you. Even though we are about to build an entire season on you, we're not going to give it to you. And so even though I wish she hadn't done that, I understand why she was like, mm-hmm. nah, I gotta like, 
they, I got to do something because they're, because they won't pay me for what I'm worth. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's the dumbest thing in the world. They did that because I was dying to see that storyline play out. (laughs) And you know, they didn't have a contract on fucking Fallon at all. So, I mean, who is working over there? Yes. You (laughs) Fallon just had a fucking baby. She was pregnant when I'm listen, I, I, it's obvious that everybody was fucking around. There are really no victims here. But the fact mm-hmm. is, like, Portia, you lying. And Fallon, yes. you lying too. And Simon, I don't even look at you because you make me feel uncomfortable, but you're lying too. <laughs> yes. You're all lying. But I just yeah. want to see it play out. Don't and as know. soon as <laughs> as soon as Portia announced that she had taken up with a co-star's husband they should have dripped so a production assistant should have driven over to fallon's home yes with a yes. suitcase of money and said <laughs> yes. please sign this contract now they should have burst into those people's houses and said we will give you whatever you like like we're setting the cameras up now like can we do it now like all people yeah Let's get to work. Like they should have left the reunion and cameras followed them from the reunion. Like yes. And I don't think it's unfair of Portia to ask for parody when it comes to spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Candy's had a million spinoffs, and some of them are yeah. really fucking boring. <laughs> they some of them some happen. Of yeah. And so what do you? Bravo, y'all don't play, y'all barely have programming right now. It's just a bunch of Real Housewives and Summer House, okay? Mm-hmm. And most of their franchises are kind of dying. I heard that Orange County was good the other week. I really do love Heather DeGrow. But, I, but I'm but i having an issue that they think bringing Heather DeGrow is, back is going to be a problem. Everyone said Heather was boring. Yeah. When Heather left, everyone fucking hated her. Mm-hmm. And so they think they're going to revive it with Heather. I don't know. But you got all these dying fucking franchises. You mm-hmm. can give, you gave Tardy for the fucking party 18 seasons. Nothing happened in that show. Kim, I think she's in outer space. She's got, she's too calm for somebody with too many kids. So I don't no, trust I it. She has too many kids and she's just walking around the house with a solo cup. She's got a lot of kids. She's got one kid more than me. So she's got too many kids. <laughs> <laughs> The only good, the only interesting thing I'm about to say good, but this isn't good. The only thing that I was like, oh damn, that happened on that show was when that dog bit her kid in the face, and I thought that dog was gonna kill her kid. Yeah, that's that scary. The, that show was so boring. They had us following storylines of the chef. <laughs> so you're gonna tell the me, chef have a wife and a baby? It was a lot. No, the chef was that woman um oh yes yes the tracy. larger no, one not tracy. tracy it might be tracy no tracy i think it was the friend i don't know the show was too boring for me to pay attention but <laughs> <laughs> but if you're gonna tell me you're gonna give me 18 seasons of tardy for the fucking party and you couldn't guarantee portia two seasons of this dumbass show she's on so that we could have a really explosive season of real housewives of atlanta like somebody's fumbling the fucking ball and they really thought Portia wouldn't walk away and she did and I don't not say it was good like it feels dumb to me but mm-hmm. Portia is, is dumb so yeah, why are we she doesn't have a lot of hindsight where were we at 
What are we talking about, Portia? We were talking about <laughs> Candace. We're I guess we were talking about Candace, but I I think I was talking about I don't know. Maybe I just want to talk about how she's a fun slut. I don't remember, but <laughs> but, but I have a hard time with Candace's idea. You know, we start talking about Kiki Wyatt. That's what we managing. <laughs> that's what happened you asked me how i feel about chris managing yeah it's a bad idea i also feel like chris is drunk 77 percent of the time which is not they're not happy no at all they're very miserable in their marriage and i feel like candace is staying in it to be like hey mom i I can do what i want yeah and chris where's he gonna go but they're not happy i think that I think you're right about the manager. Like no man, um, a husband managing you is probably never good. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think he was really managing her. He was more like doing errands and stuff like that. Yes. I think Candace, and when managing, I think they're right when they say he was more like managing her life. That makes mm-hmm. sense. But I think Candace has a lot to deal with. And I think when she gets upset, yes. her mouth is reckless and they fight too much. And- you know, you you know, I saw a tweet where remember that tired Popeyes worker when they was doing the sandwich? They said that's Chris yes. anytime Candace gotta go to like a, a filming. And that's what he do look like. He looked tired. Like he's like, damn, I gotta go yes. there and tell Candace to stop. But and, it's like he's on the ride too. You know, that's why like yeah. I can't feel bad for him a hundred percent because I'm like why are you feeding into Candace acting like a baby right now? Right. And so at the like the reunion, he was like upset. We're gonna talk about Nikki, but he was upset that they had asked Candace to sing. And that like Candace, see, a lot of people were like Candace didn't want to sing. And I was like, Candace didn't want to sing that song. And no. I don't know why, but she never said she wasn't going to sing. Mm-hmm. And you guys put her on the spot which is, I knew you were going to do. She should have, she should have known you were going to do that at this reunion. Yes. And Nicki Minaj, the <laughs> best-selling female rapper of all motherfucking time, going to ask her how much, how many units she sold on this fucking song. <laughs> Nicki, it's like, let it go. Let like two, that's how many. Okay. She doesn't, <laughs> She's not, she's not even in your league. Like, come on. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like whatever, that was a setup. Candace can't say a number that you will be impressed by. Right. Cause she's barely an artist. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm going to say when I was on Kara's show, um, this earlier when this, when, uh, the the season first started, I said, I don't think Candace is going to have a music career. And I am going to correct myself. I really, she can sing. Mm-hmm. Like she can sing. I'm not saying she's Mariah motherfucking Carrie, but no. she can sing as well as anybody that's putting out songs right now. I still do not believe it is possible for her to have a music career because so many people hate her. This yes. the whole Kelly Price thing again. <laughs> Once we know what you're like, we will say you can't sing because we don't like you yes and she's not she's gives me very like lead vocalist in a church choir singing she doesn't have like a musical like her vibe like the fact that the name of her album was deep space since (laughs) when do you care about space like ariana grande like what like (laughs) 
yeah I, it feels like she's making the wrong moves with stuff i'm not saying i don't like the song i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying like how far is this gonna go you know she's to hang that up and the nba up yeah just like get a fake housewife business like everybody else go make some hats make a candle everybody making a fucking candle make a candle yeah make a wig make a wig her wigs are pretty good um i like the short blunt cut but every now and then she shows up and her wig is pushed too far back and you're like she she can kind of get helmet head um sometimes (laughs) it looks like that wig is just placed right on that scalp (laughs) (laughs) do you think she and ashley have the same size forehead yes If any, Candace is bigger. If anything, Candace moves that wig, but I'm not a fool. She's got a big forehead. Like, yeah. you know. That's but, what, so yeah. This season, people are really mad at Candace's mouth. And I agree, like, Candace has a reckless mouth. But the stuff she was saying, like, a uh, your mama, um, <laughs> and that, and calling Ashley a wide body. Ashley doesn't have a wide back body. Everybody knows no. that. She's tiny. So, like, I had a hard time being mad at her about yeah, like you got a big forehead and Mia got big feet. So like, but you, they were like, she's body shaming. I'm like, you <laughs> bitches get on this show for three seasons straight, uh, calling people's husbands gay. Yeah, and shit. people old. Yeah, and and she can't say Mia has big feet. It's like just give it back to her, like. First, I have big feet, and it's like okay, that's not even an insult, girl. It's the best you can come up with. Yeah, and there's a million things you could say about Candace, so it's mm-hmm. like you know, just go back at her. And that's the only <laughs> time I liked Mia when Mia was like giving it to Candace in a way that mm-hmm. like not letting her off the hook, and also not mm-hmm. doing the stuff that Giselle and Robin do, where it's like oh, Candace, like yes, like just like, like you said, you said shit at church. What the fuck? Yes! You rolled up with a t-shirt that said free Uncle Ben tax reform. <laughs> you embarrassed the hell out of Karen. Like, <laughs> and then to call her your friend. Be like, why aren't we friends? Even though you made a t-shirt saying that my husband's going to jail. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you right now, I, that was one of the times I loved Karen when she had that press conference. With <laughs> that press country. conference? <laughs> She was dressed like Destiny's auntie. She was giving <laughs> the Survivor video. Like her wigs were still bad, but she remember that white dude she used, to, she used to have with her all the uh, time. Matt, Matt. <laughs> I wonder if that's how he met Mia. With him, how that's how she met Mia. Where is Matt? Where the fuck is he? Remember, he was everywhere with her for a while. So, but that, but that was pretty iconic of karen like i'm gonna hold a press release and ashley's <laughs> like well can we ask questions no questions no, <laughs> like, no questions why would i let you answer a question no ask me a question i'm not doing that but and yeah. my marriage is an institution so <laughs> <laughs> and yours is a fake i say that all the time and yours is a fake the world situation <laughs> <laughs> do you think karen and ray love each other though do you know I feel like when you've been with they've been together a long time they have children together mm-hmm. and they do seem to have like a laugh together so I mm. do think there's care and love but the spark the magic has been gone which is fine like whatever but Karen tries to act like they're still like 
hot for each other and they're trapped. They're not like, I don't think they have a spark in their marriage, but I do think they care for each other. And like, I don't see them breaking up. Like, you know, I feel like she would stay with him to the end. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first season where <laughs> Ashley asked them all to, to what, what fucking beach did they go with some random ass beach? Oh, um, ocean. It was, they were in ocean city maybe ocean city maryland and so they had she brought the beach house and michael shows up at the gay bar foreshadowing but he shows up and so they all want to go home and she's and karen's like michael cannot stay in his own beach house while i'm there because he might be trying to see me naked and then she gets to talks to ray and makes ray confront michael on a golf course about possibly seeing her goodies as if Michael is not married to a 22-year-old woman standing right next to you that looks probably looks like what you used to look like. Look Karen. like, yes. And like, don't make Ray do that. He he's no. shaky. Like he's a little, he's a little man. Like, I don't think he was ever someone who was like gonna punch someone in the face. Like no. just send she should just literally just send him to Florida and just yeah. let him do his thing. So they asked, like. Of everybody on this, because I mean, we basically made fun of everybody's relationship, right? Yeah. Oh, we didn't Who, talk about Wendy and Eddie's relationship. Do you? Think Wendy and Eddie. Was- <laughs> so, what do you feel? All right, Wendy and Eddie. Is there a problem there? Well, I mean, was Eddie following big booty models on Instagram? Yeah. But aren't, aren't we I don't all? Think, aren't we all? You know, I do think Wendy. She's type A. You know, yeah. I think she's like a little bit controlling, but. I mean, he doesn't even speak to his family. Like, I think they love each other and I think they're fine. I don't think he's like out here going wild cheating, but he probably was following Blue Miles and Winnie probably did cuss him out, you know, for it. But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Instagram is not real. And yes. I feel like I, like I'm following a bunch of Blue Models when I have an Instagram <laughs> account. So what's the problem? I think once you start getting into who you're following, it's no, I, I, I I, I've never been that girl. I don't have the energy. Y'all have too many kids to be worrying about if he's yeah. following an Instagram girl. He's yeah. married to you. <laughs> you know? Right. And he doesn't he doesn't need to be on Instagram to cheat. Just like like me and my husband don't wear wedding bands. And people are always like, well, he's gonna cheat on. I was like, listen, the wedding band don't keep you from fucking cheating, right? No. You you just you either do or you don't. Right. I think Wendy. I think if Wendy wanted to squash this whole thing, she could have, but she was acting insecure, like not be letting yes. Eddie say who he thought was attractive. I mean, it was a messy question, mm-hmm. but not not letting Eddie like it makes you look worse. It like, makes you look worse. Yeah, she that's her like try, her try heartedness coming out, and when she started weeping about how good of a husband Eddie was, I was like, all right. You yeah. don't need to do that. Now it looks like you're covering up for something. Yeah. You know, when there, I don't think there's anything to cover up, you know. And Wendy, like with the Zen win and like like you the you're the very definition of not Zen, no. especially as you keep yelling Zen win. So stop. Like she should just lean into like I'm a little bit uptight. Yeah, she should. She should I mean, because you, we can all see it. You have to be to have that many degrees. Yeah, like, and I'm glad she stopped talking about those degrees. <laughs> Me too. And the truth is, she probably did, like, you know, they're filming, what, two months, three months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she probably didn't talk about him that much, but the problem is they used all the footage where you talked about it. Like over three yes. months of footage, it probably wasn't terrible, but because you did a lot in the confessional and you did it a lot mm-hmm. at the like then they used it and then we only got 20 episodes and you were saying it in every single episode right so but it became I, her like thing yeah but she learned from that yeah okay so i want to talk about the reunion i i specifically want to talk about Nicki minaj at the reunion okay. are you a barb i am not a barb um i have <sighs> I have complicated feelings about Nicki Minaj because I think she's a hoot and a half. And I truly am happy for the Barb's when she does well. Mm-hmm. But this stuff with her husband is very sick to me. And I had to kind of like put it out of my mind to even watch it. Yeah, to watch me too. It because I'm so like disgusted by her behavior. It's like Nicki Minaj is a bird. Like she is very silly and she does a lot of things. And I'm not a huge fan of her music, but, you know, I think she's talented. But this behavior, I just, once again, you're a very wealthy, beautiful woman. You do not need to marry this guy who's a rapist. Like, a, you know, not even yeah. alleged, a convicted. Why yeah. would you do that? It's so s- stupid to me. Yeah, and it seems like, like, again, what we're talking about, Portia, like, even if you like fucked him for a while, that's one thing, but you married yeah. him. Yes. And you're toting him around everywhere. Yeah. And the, let's not even get, we're not even getting into the fact that it like most of what I've seen, the, the, it seems like she is, has been actively uh, harassing this woman. Yes. And trying to get her to recant her story so that her husband cannot can get off the sex offender thing. Like, I, she, she offers the money. She she basically said, uh, we'll fly you out and I'll do, I'll give your daughter an autograph. Why would my daughter want an, want autograph, an autograph from the wife of my rapist? Like, are you crazy? Like, are you that? I think she has a super inflated ego because she's a celebrity. But she's been the only for so long, you know, she, that's why she fights with, with, um, Cardi B. Yeah. That's why Cardi B makes her ass itch so bad. It's because (laughs) like for a long time, there was nobody, but Nikki, there was Mm -hmm. nobody. Mm -hmm. And Nikki, she, she feels like she's a, and she is, she's a real rapper. And I think she probably thought Cardi B was like a sideshow and she's like, how dare this girl from the Bronx, like she's not. I'm a. I'm a. Like I was never a stripper. I was a rapper, you know. And the so she felt, stripper. Yes, she's going to outbest me at my own game. I made the way for her to even have something going on, right? You know, I, but and like I, I agree that like I don't think Cardi B writes raps. I really don't. No, she, she is, but she is really good at the entertainment part of it. Mm-hmm she's great at social media to a certain extent she's good at that and so Mm -hmm. being able to write raps and let's be honest everybody has someone write for them even if it's just a bunch of people in the studio with you that says you should say this now or whatever nobody just writes that that's the people don't do that anymore but no but like she that reaction like you know, two Spider-Man seeing each other and she's just, yes. and hating it. Like, 
right there, we already know what she's like. And then, mm-hmm. so with this rapist thing, the fact is he did his time. He, he agreed to be a sex, to be on a sex offender list. And as long as he leaves that woman alone, there is nothing more to do. So if they right. had, if they would just leave her alone, like don't talk about her, don't harass her, don't shade mm-hmm. her, don't ask gang members to threaten her. Just like leave that lady alone. We yes. would not, or maybe we, I would still be talking about it, but a lot of people would not still be talking about the fact that Kenneth Petty is a rapist. Yes, it's the constant harassing and wanting to erase it and because you want to have this man around and it just makes you look, I mean, hot tip, don't date someone on the sex offenders list. You know, just, hot tip. just don't. Also, don't, you don't, don't do that. Nicki Minaj is a famous rich lady. You could do better. Yes. If you're, if you're a very rich, famous woman, don't get married. Don't get married at all. Don't get married. Just don't. And if you want you a baby, sleep with someone who's not on the sex offender list. Yes. Go down to a sperm bank, get a surrogate. She could, I mean, I'm sure dating is not extremely easy for her, but like, yeah. I mean, she would have been, she should have had that baby with Drake if she just wanted a, uh, uh, and we would have loved it. We would have yes. fucking ate that shit up. <laughs> yes. At least he's not, you know, at least we could say, okay, you know, we get that. But this guy who's that you had a crush on when you were in the 10th grade that you, re- how did she even reconnect with this guy? It's- I, I think she's doing it all so she can be called Mrs. Petty. I think, <laughs> I was like, you could just change your name to that. Yeah, you could. There's got to be another man with the last name Petty you could marry. I don't, you could, or you could find a nice man that you like that's also not going to embarrass you by being a sex yes. offender and by doing things like not registering himself so he has to get arrested and shit like that and change his last name to Petty and then marry yeah. him. Yeah, that's a great idea. You got money. You have, you've got money. You've got women who have money and power fumbling it for a man. It, nothing grinds my gears more. I mean, maybe that's not very feminist of me, but that really ruining your career for a man is the dumbest thing. Yeah, it's my I, least favorite genre of stories. Yes, like, I I just don't get it. And so I have to say, I did not want to watch Nikki on this reunion. I felt mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff had just come out that implicated her in some really gross shit. Like it's not a time mm-hmm. for her. Then the whole COVID denying shit, which I truly believe she was doing to get to change a new cycle about what was going on with her husband. Right. The um, testicles. Yeah. The <laughs> testicles and shit and just dumb shit. Like I just wish celebrities sometimes I do this. I have a podcast. I am not a celebrity, but there have been times people have asked me to talk about things and I've had to be like, I just don't have I don't feel like I have enough information to form a smart opinion. So I'm just not going to talk about that. And right. I wish celebrities could be like that. Like, I understand, like, if you don't want to get vaccinated or you don't believe in COVID or whatever it is, you don't, I understand, but like, you actually don't have to get on Twitter and tell mm-hmm. us about it. You could just be like, I am not a spokesperson for this issue. And so therefore I will not be talking about it. And yeah, I just, I don't, so she's still not vaccinated apparently, right? She just got a COVID test right before she came? Yes. 
I think so. Yeah, I don't think she's vaccinated. It's fine. Like, I I have no interest in, like, trying to force people to get vaccinated. I just hate that she did all that wild shit on the internet that was, she's ob- that was obviously stupid, and she's too smart for that. Um, yes. Oh, also, you know, in the past few years, she's been throwing a lot of temper tantrums. Remember when she was in a feud with Stormy? Oh, wait, what was that about? I kind of so, remember that. Travis, uh, what's his last Did name? He, he, uh, he got the number one album. Travis got the right. number one album. But, you know, the way they're they're tallying albums, like uh, album sales now, like if you buy a piece of merch and they give you a free album with it, it counts as an album sale. And so, yes. uh, like Kylie had posted that Stormy was going to be at, Ash- at the concerts and you got like, <laughs> when you sold a concert ticket, you got like a, an album. And so basically right. Nikki felt that, and they changed some things. Nikki felt that, that his numbers were inflated and they were not allowing her to do the same thing. And as far as I know, she might've been right. But yeah. she said that she, she called Travis Scott and told him he didn't have the number one album. He already knew <laughs> that he didn't have the number one album, regardless of what it said. And that, Basically, she had a lot to say about Stormy trying to sell tickets and shit. And I was like, you are fighting a baby? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> and it's like, girl, who cares? Like, come on. Like, and it's, celebrities are wild. Like, I feel like they can just call anybody and go off on them. I would hang up on Nicki Minaj. Don't call me on the phone. Are you who, crazy? I, she, and she, she either had his number or she had to call someone to get his number. Or like, people re- reached out. And I would have been like, why does she want my phone number? <laughs> yeah, no, she can't have it. She's mad at <laughs> Don't me. Don't call wa- me. She wants you to put Stormy on the phone, tell Stormy to get <laughs> off of social media, try to sell tickets. Is that what she wants? So she had a lot of stuff like that where she was, and like, the thing is, Nikki has so, like, Nikki has so accomplished, has been so accomplished. She has great music. I mean, some of her music mm-hmm. is really good. And like, she will go, like, Nikki has made a legacy for herself that will mm-hmm. outlive her. And so mm-hmm. sometimes when she's having tantrums on the internet over a baby selling tickets and shit like that is, I'm like, you don't ever need a number one. Cause I, I guess at that point, she never had a number one. You don't ever mm-hmm. need a number one. You just don't need it because you, they will remember your name no matter fucking what way over Travis Scott like no offense well maybe not now maybe not tragedy, now. but but I'm just saying your music you're like iconic in rap history so don't you're like getting too frazzled up about something that is honestly beneath you but you want to get in the muck in the mire of it and just makes you look stupid right when you've worked so hard for what you have why would you let why would you let some random man ruin it? It's very upsetting exactly. to me. And so it's, it feels feels strange that, like, if it feels like Nikki's legacy, so between all the support and stuff she paying for her brother's lawyers and stuff like that, although if I was the only rich person in the family, my mother asked me to pay for someone's lawyer, I probably would. I probably would right. also be like, oh, wait, what happened? And be like, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> but... but between that sort of support and like Meek Mill getting on the internet being like you knew your your brother was molested those kids and shit I was like oh fuck and between that sort of stuff the her current husband stuff and the temper tantrums with you know over 
things that I agree that like I understand why she'd be upset, but I'm like, we don't need to do this. I right. I feel like she is gonna add another layer to her legacy that mm-hmm. is going to be like, I don't know, like taking away from it. Yes, she's in doing that, but she seems like someone that doesn't have foresight and wisdom to see it's like bigger than bigger than than you just want to marry this guy bigger than you just want to like tell somebody off like mm-hmm. you you know you don't need to do that the barbs love it though they love it i know i hope they don't get me but um <laughs> uh, okay. nobody listens to my podcast don't worry about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> nobody listens to my podcast. No. uh yeah but if, if they want to it's okay um i'm a grown adult i'm not in math class so there's that <laughs> <laughs> so were you excited for her to 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 quote-unquote host no, no I thought it was weird I don't it's like the housewives are kind of their own thing and I don't love when celebrities get in it because it's like I'm in a world where these women are my celebrities I don't need a real celebrity like yeah it's weird to me like I thought it was a joke and I was like you're not gonna let Nicki Minaj do that and I didn't think she would be able to the reunion is very important to me because I feel like that's when questions get answered yeah. and I don't like fooling around you know <laughs> right right and i and i believe the so the reason we have four we have four parts is so nikki could have a part Girl. that's the only reason mm-hmm. um i i also did not like how the girls fangirled over them like she's obviously way more famous than they are yes. obviously but like them screaming i was like what is what is this like sit down don't yes and i'm not saying her questions weren't were terrible they weren't terrible some of them were good and like the do you really think we you really think we believe that you like fucking michael ashley like (laughs) this is good and even when they're like does juan have other gay friends and ashley's like michael's not gay and they're like yeah whatever does he have other gay friends (laughs) (laughs) she's like i did i did not mean that to imply that (laughs) But like I so I'm not saying I didn't have any fun at all on the that mm-hmm. last one, but I felt like I felt like they were not they were so respectful of her mm-hmm. and that they were not giving any pushback. I also think she was there for hours and there's a lot of questions that I guess we didn't see. Mm-hmm. They should be releasing that on BravoTV.com. Yeah, watch what happens next. I want to see the raw footage, baby. Like, (laughs) I just I don't want Miley Cyrus to be hosting the Utah reunion. I don't want that. No, I do want too famous. She's too famous. They're not. They're going to defer to her. They act different. Mm -hmm. They like Mm -hmm. the way Candace was acting was so different. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I don't understand why Candace was defending Ashley. Ashley ain't never defended you a day in your life. I look I don't even know why they don't like each other like I know why but it's like is this even real like they don't have to not like each other no no. but you know whatever but like that sort of stuff I I do like the idea of somebody besides Andy hosting their reunions yes I do think for some of these reunions especially Atlanta, especially Potomac, it's like the stuff I want to ask, I kind of want a Black woman to ask it. 
And yeah. what's that lady? She's on, her name is like Nina or something. She's on like, you're talking about. she does love pop- hip hop. Yes. It's like, I don't know if they would let her on Bravo, but I would want to see someone like her do that. Who's like more embroiled in the culture because I think sometimes Andy is so mystified about what's going on between these women that he doesn't really like. Like, how's Andy going to talk about? Can't colors? get into it. Andy no, does not even understand the is. nuances of why Giselle and Robin people go gaga over them, even though if we add made them brown, people will be like, "Oh, they just like people." They, yeah. He doesn't even understand yeah. that. Yeah, he um, wouldn't get it. Yeah. Maybe a funky Dineva, although they'll never let Funky Dineva do. But like, you know, somebody like that, a commentator or somebody to be able to show up and say, and just kind of like get into that. Now, people mistake Andy's job right now. Andy doesn't like what Andy does for the housewives. Andy is not the boss at the housewives Mm -hmm. or anything like that. He is, I think he's still an executive producer on on the shows, Mm -hmm. but he, he, it's not just him to decide what goes and stuff like that. But no. I do think he's too much a part of it. It's weird. It's why Mona Scott had to stop doing the love and hip hop once. Right. She had because to. they do they do defer to Andy, mm-hmm. you know, in a way, which even though he's not their boss, he does, you know, he he's influence. the public face of Bravo. You know yeah. what I mean? And everyone knows that. So they have to defer to him. And I feel like there's sometimes, like I said, they can't get into the nitty-gritty of the thing and sometimes Annie just skates over things and I'm like no I want to let's go back to that you know yeah and I like obviously we can't call him a cokehead racist and still (laughs) be on the show (laughs) Nene but and now Nene's saying stuff like I just want to talk to to Andy Andy do not talk to her because no like Nene is right. Listen, Andy tokenized Nene to fucking bits. Right. Remember how you would just go bloop around her all the time? Bloop, yeah. yeah, he would just repeat shit she said, like she like like she was a toddler. You know how like when kids say something funny, you never let them fucking forget it. Yes, that's what he would. So don't get me wrong, he did tokenize her. He did treat her like she was some sort of wind up doll. But we can't get on the internet. And call somebody a cokehead, racist, and, and then be yes. like, but work with me. No, Nene, you took it too far. And I don't think housewives, you can't become an in and out, in and out, in and out. You need to stay or you need to go. Like, I don't like that. Like, well, you know, she she thinks she's like bigger than the show, but you're never bigger than the show that made you. No. You're, you're never. So no. I don't, I, but you know, Nene really fumbled the bag she let herself think she was bigger than she was because here's mm-hmm. the deal if nini was still on that fucking show they because the suits like nini a lot of people behind mm-hmm. the scenes didn't like but the suits like nini if nini needed to be making a lot of fucking money mm-hmm. uh we would have got a greg is dying storyline and everyone would have been sympathetic to her yes she would have got a great edit um and she wouldn't have had to do much to be honest no she could have been because like a OG. yeah 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 yes. so and- Nini is funny and when Nini laughs the world laughs she has a great laugh and it's like yeah (laughs) that's it that's exactly that's exactly I describe her when Nini laughs the world laughs yeah yeah and we watch Nini and Sheree chase a white woman into the street and shift her (laughs) wig 
And then Lindsay Lohan's daddy was there. Lindsay Lohan's daddy. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's daddy. <laughs> like, we're not doing scenes like that anymore. And I wish the fuck we would. And then Sheree's like, I didn't, I didn't try to take her wig off. I just wanted to shift it just to remind her she wearing a wig. I was like, Sheree. <laughs> that was iconic. That was iconic. Yeah. I mean, Nene, I, I always say I can you can draw a straight line from uh New York. Tiffany Pollard to Nini to what the reality landscape looks like right now. It's built on the backs of black women. The mm-hmm. gifts we're using online come from reality TV shows where black women are the like that woo child together. That is Nini. We are still like Nini's the most quotable of anybody. We're still yes, so that white refrigerator line, like I see that all the time. When I moved into my apartment, I had a white refrigerator, and I said, "You're not a white refrigerator." Like, I'm like <laughs> Trump checks. I'm catching Trump checks. Trump oh my checks. god, that did not age well. <laughs> no. My favorite is when she went off on her son, and she was like, "You don't even clean a dish." Mm-hmm. I like she did a black mama tell off that was oh. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and like I just. I really, you know, I want to revisit uh, Atlanta for the show. And I feel mm-hmm. like what I, the season I want to is the season with the sweetie controversy and oh Nene about the God. fight. <laughs> this is not sweetie. I am yeah. your slave is behind you. <laughs> <laughs> and Nene, Nene, uh, listen, Nene was not, was telling the truth. That is how yeah. she talked to Sweetie. And the next yeah. season, I remember I was on Twitter and uh, Sweetie was on the screen. She had like red lipstick. And somebody said, look at Sweetie out here dressing like she got her freedom papers. And oh my God. <laughs> I, the, you know how many fucking years ago that was and how often I laugh at Sweetie and her, sweet, and her freedom papers? <laughs> she was. She was like, it was wet nurse. Like it was very uncomfortable to me. And I think it made every single woman on the show uncomfortable. Yeah, and like so, she's the only white woman on the show, um, mm-hmm. and she shows up, and she's always toting this young black lady and yelling at her, mm-hmm. and being like, "She's so lazy. She's so like." It really gave Gone with the Wind vibes. Like I, I was like, "What am I looking at here?" And Nini was one of the the few people that was willing to be like, "Listen, <laughs> I am not sweetie," and so you yes, to, like even the habit, like you know, um, during. A black American slavery, so many uh like black children didn't have names, like their name would be something mm-hmm. like Sweetie or mm-hmm. or like uh just like I don't know, bananas, like the named after something in the kitchen or something like that. They didn't actually yeah. they weren't given names, and that's and like just some white person will be calling somebody grits for like 30 years. The man would be fucking in his 50s and you answer into the name grits because one time you saw him, the white man saw him with grits and that's what he's gonna call him from now on nobody right. like just the, the fact that her name is sweetie was like triggering and so yeah. <laughs> like but i want to go back to that season i believe that season is the trump's check season or it's the next season um it's when nini is going down to miami talking about i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna buy that and everybody's oh, like yeah that check wasn't that big like no like candy was like girl you first of all miami real estate 
and making Georgia real estate are two different things, Nene. Very different. Very (laughs) different, Nene. Yeah, you could live in a mansion for $300,000 and make it, maybe not now, (laughs) but you could back then. Like, that's not what you get in Miami. (laughs) No. Yeah, so I'm thinking I I might, I want to revisit, but it's either going to be the season where they were shifting charades, I mean, uh, Kim's wig. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's going to be the season where Nene is about to jump Kim in a sprinter van on the way to fucking Florida. And so I think about that gold song all the time that oh pops out when she tried to attack her. Oh my god, yes. And I think they're going to Destin so that uh, yes. Destin, right? They're going to Destin so that she can yes. perform tardy for the party. <laughs> yeah. That she did not pay candy for. <laughs> no. Candy, but Candy, that was on you, girl. Why did you do that? But yes, I know Candy every day is kicking that she doesn't have that money. Candy stay. I mean, Candy's made more money, you know, but Candy stay yeah. get taken advantage of. Candy, it, candy, it feel like by now you should see people coming. But she yeah. stay get taken advantage of by people. And, you know, I'll never respect Candy because she brought her mama on the show and her mama went wild. That meme... Yeah. That we see all the time with Mama Joyce for wearing that uh, fucking scarf, going to see a lawyer to ask about Phaedra's divorce. <laughs> that was nuts. I will never get over her trying to fight Carmen. If I was Carmen, mm-hmm. I would have said, Candy, we're not friends anymore. Your mama tried to fight me. I would say the <laughs> same thing. Because here's the thing. Carmen, she can never pick you over her mama. That's not going to no. happen. No. Even when your mama's out of pocket. And I do think that Candy should have done a lot of things like I wouldn't let my mama film. I'm like, I'm not paying. You can't stay in my house. I'm not paying more bills for you if you go and film. Like Candy didn't even know she was doing talking heads. She didn't know that? She had, at the reading, she said, I didn't even know she was, like Candy only knew she was filming like at Candy's party or Candy's cookout and stuff. She had no, she didn't even know that they filmed Mama Joyce going to the only lawyer in Atlanta remember it's the only lawyer oh, what's in Atlanta. his name that white man that oh, white man he, he <laughs> might not be white he actually might be black to be honest <laughs> he gives me um a multiracial <laughs> to be honest but she he he she had no idea that there was like uh well we'll meet you outside the lawyer's office and then we'll film you walking in looking like you're going to a dick appointment don't want anybody to see you and sitting down asking whether Phaedra can get a divorce from Apollo if he goes to jail like Candy had no fucking uh Candy's mama got credit cards in Candy's name that she didn't know about Candy's mama fucked up that house Candy's mama yes. got a man, but she won't let Candy have a man. Like, yes, <laughs> she had her old ass man in that house messing up Candy's house. Yeah. And so, like, but the fact that Candy never, I mean, Candy did her best, but she's just not a person that puts her foot. It's just that's not how no. she is. What happens is she gets really mad and she either cries or she or she's about to fuck you up. It's one of the two. <laughs> yes. I she think won't Candy, have a conversation and set boundaries with you. Right. And so, like, she let she let her mama get on the tv and talk all that shit about todd's mama and todd's mama died and Ooh, that like, was so bad and i'm not gonna blame them like they didn't know she was gonna fucking die but like this is why you don't talk shit about old people because you don't know when they're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> yeah not on camera where people can remember it like, yeah that's never gonna, and like i'm sure todd has found a way to get over but i don't know that i could have gotten over that you got on tv and told people that my mother was a prostitute and my dead father was a pimp. Pimp, yes. 
I mean, and, I wouldn't have married Candy, but that's just me. Like, I, like I, I wouldn't marry Candy either. No, if your mama is that way and you will not set boundaries with her, I'm not having every Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween by the fourth ruined because this woman is over the top. Yeah, and then, like paying people to catch me doing shit. Like, no, like she said she just wanted them to follow the, the guy to go with him and, and film him. But I'm like, that don't, that doesn't, I, even if that's what you said you were doing, that's only two steps away from saying you pay this woman to come over here and be naked in here and see what I do. Like that's, I'm not saying Todd isn't, can't be shady or that there haven't been times I've been very angry with Todd and mm-hmm. those sorts of things. I just feel like, I just feel like I can't marry someone and this goes to Dottie too. I would have never married fucking Candace. No. I can't no. marry someone who actively talks shit about me in a public space, like on national fucking TV. And Whoa. then you call my mom a prostitute, which for she listen, she meant it as an insult. <laughs> she meant it as a okay. fucking insult. And then yes. my mom dies. Also, I'm gonna keep it real. I've seen Todd's mom. I know she's old now, but I don't think she was out here selling it. I just don't think she don't seem like she she would make a lot of money. So I just yeah. don't think. And then yeah. my mom dies, and the last time anybody saw her on screen, she was defending herself from yes from lies from you yeah because you just hate Todd. Like no, it Candy. I mean Todd should have. Not, I would have divorced her. I would have married her because it's just not worth your peace right. and then it's going to ruin the marriage anyway and now you're pissed off all the time because Candy's, this person yeah she's so defensive like you can't even have a conversation with her about it because you know the thing is her older brother died when they were young and it's really mm-hmm. her her dad wasn't around and her mom mm-hmm. they're very close and like she's right she wouldn't have shit if it wasn't for her mother because her mother mm-hmm. really carried her through those years but she but also candy she was supposed to she was your mom you don't yeah. owe her allowing her to run you over for the rest of your fucking life because of that. Yeah. She you think she owes her mother and that she's indebted to her, which is, you know, this is why we've got to get ourselves yeah. into some help, you know? Also, her mother was raising Riley when she was on the road because she had Riley really mm-hmm. young. And yep. anytime she has to travel for Real Housewives of Atlanta or whatever, Riley goes over, you know, it, that's why Riley got such a bad attitude. Mama Joyce raised her. So <laughs> I I get why she feels like she owes her. I understand that. That said, though, she, her mother really abuses her. And so this is why I don't, like, as much as I like Candy and I see myself in Candy, I'll never respect Candy because mm-hmm. you taught me not to respect you. Like, I've seen you yeah. on camera. You let people do anything. Yes. And you don't stand up for yourself. And then you act mystified yeah. why somebody doesn't like your mama. Then she's confused why Todd would ever say something about your mama. It's like either you you got to pick a side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Remember at the wedding, the wedding, one of those spinoffs when um, like Kayla's there, which is Todd's daughter and oh, yeah. and Riley, and they're getting their hair done and, and, and Candy's mama's in there talking about telling candy don't forget about her daughter just because she getting in the like and like yeah. kayla was like 16 or something it was, it was very disgusting it was disgusting <laughs> and it's one of the few times i've seen candy ask her mom to be quiet because i was like that 
like and she's not gonna say anything she looks uncomfortable you're over mm-hmm. there basically being like don't let this little uh this little heathen get your money make sure that you take care of riley more mm-hmm. than you take care of i'm like come on yeah she's a little girl like don't do that you know yeah now i don't even know why i'm talking about this but i think that we have come to the end like is there anything else you want to say about, um, about this season know- I think this was a good season. I enjoyed mm. it. Um, I just feel like it kind of got bogged down by no one just saying what it was in a yeah. lot of situations. So I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to the next season. What do you My want to see in the next and, season? I want Robin to not marry Juan. <laughs> uh, maybe Robin I should be to, on the show, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, I I think Mia should be gone and I would just like to see some mix it up a little bit. I would like Giselle to open up more and more about what's going on in her life. And I would like, you know, instead of being so upset that somebody says something rude, I would like the ladies to kind of get back at them yeah. to kind of keep it, keep it flowing and not, it gets stuck in this cycle of, talking about the same thing over and over again so hopefully make sure they can shake it up a little bit and have some fresh stuff yeah i'd like robin to be a friend of meaning i yeah. don't want to go home with robin <laughs> i i want like so when we have group trips robin shows up but i don't ever yes. go home with robin i don't see no. the bad kids i don't see that that uh dent in the couch she makes from where she's sitting <laughs> all the time i don't i don't see any of that um like I said, Mia's pretending like she like she she just doesn't know if she's coming back. But if Mia doesn't come back, it's because they didn't ask her back. Yep. No other reason. She wants to be famous. So right. Yeah. And there's nothing like there's nothing wrong with saying I want to be famous, mm-hmm. but I just don't like it when there's all this artifice with it. Yeah. But yeah, I think they need to ask back. Um, they need to ask back Mia because. Mia is a shit starter and it's helpful to have her there carrying bones, but saying the wrong thing when she gets there. And that's helpful. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, I think it's at time for Ashley to be a friend of. Um, yeah. And again, we don't go home with her. So I'll never see those babies or that person that she lives with. And <laughs> uh, we, so we don't have to do that. And I've, I figured her name. What was that friend of that was on? But she, she's like very beautiful. What's, who is that? Ascala. Ascala. I don't know if... They, yeah. I don't know if I like Ascala. They had her on that reunion for 35 seconds. So I think that's a <laughs> sign that she won't be back. Right. So I just like to see some new blood. I think I... I so in terms of like a great love love letter, I give um this season a B plus. I agree with you. Yeah. It dragged a little. I don't think we ever need four reunions. And no, I don't want any stunt casting. I was fine for what it is, but I think it was I think people think it was a success, and I think we're gonna mm-hmm. get more of it. That's what I'm afraid of. I don't want I don't want real celebrities in my housewives. I want to believe that the housewives are my celebrities and I need them to be the queens of their own crazy world. I don't need to be reminded. It's just uncomfortable. They don't need to be out done on their own show. I know who should host a reunion. 
Who? Tanisha from the Bad Girls. Remember what Tanisha yeah. would do the Bad Girls? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Why did the Black Girls Club have a reunion? I guess well, so they could fight each other. So they could fight each other. Like people would just like... Yeah. They would come running down the studio, the audience <laughs> aisle, like this was fucking wrestling, and just like dive on each other. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was, but Tanisha used to host it. And it I feel like Tanisha would do a good job, but she they would, would not know who she was. No. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Oh, you know we'll what? See. You know what? This, if Nina had not burned her bridge, blown her bridge up, this would be a good gig for her. You know what? Actually, I think that would be good. Yeah, because she's been there before. She understands yeah. stuff. And I think she's not afraid to ask questions. No. But. And I think the women would engage with her. Yeah, I think they would, but not, but they wouldn't be scared of her. No. She'd be familiar. They wouldn't be scared of her. And, you know, I just, I, I think that might, like something like that, but I can't, but it can't be Nene because she's just going to leave and call everybody a cokehead. So we got to find yeah. somebody else, some elder statement that's not, you know, what if, what if we started having housewives from other franchise host the union reunion? That would be interesting because I am watching the ultimate girls trip and I'm kind of liking the housewives being themselves as housewives. Yeah. So that would be interesting. And they break the fourth wall that. too, don't they? Because they talk yeah. about the show. Yes. And the housewives, they, nobody understands them better than themselves. And it's, you know, they stole that from little women on lifetime. Little women did that. They got all the worst couples from all the franchises and went on a couple trip to Puerto Rico. And it was the best fucking shit I ever seen in my life. They just this were basically little women, Atlanta or and, and little women, Atlanta, little women, uh, tech Dallas, Little Women New York and Little Women LA. They all, they took people from each one and sent oh them. Oh my God. And it was so good. The fights were so good. I, I need to watch that because I dabble in Little Women every now and then. Me too. You know, they got new episodes, but I've just, I've been too busy. There's too much shit for me to do for me to jump back into Miss Juicy Baby. I, I can't do it. I love Miss Juicy. Was Dallas the one where that one woman should beat everyone's ass like by herself? Yes, and it was. <laughs> it was scary, actually. I've never been scared watching a reality TV show like that. I was like, "Oh, somebody needs to." Where's security? Gee, you gotta get a. Yes. You gotta stop her. She's gonna fuck them up. They're all little too. Stop. That's also the one where, um, one of them's a trust fund kid that came and like one of the storylines is people were trying to get money from her. And also okay. she had a baby that was like very ill. Like, first of all, there's never as many pregnancies as on little women. These bitches get pregnant every five fucking minutes. Even I the mean, little constantly. One thing about these women, they're going to have a man and they're going to have a baby. Yes, they're going <laughs> to have a man, they're going to have a baby. So this one chick, she lost, her baby was born. He was very ill and mm-hmm. he died. And so one season, the whole, whole storyline is a quest to get her former baby daddy to knock her up again so she could have the exact same baby. Now, she won't say that, but they're doing genetic testing so they make sure it's a boy, make sure. And I'm like, oh, you are Girl. going to replace that dead baby 
Oh, and everyone's so it's it's so dark. And everyone is <laughs> yeah. like, so you're not with your ex. And even when the baby was sick, he was not a good father. He didn't show up to the funeral. And you are going to take him to a sperm bank to get. And she's like, yes, but I'm not trying to replace that dead baby. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> We're definitely having a boy, and I'm going to name it dead baby number two. And like, <laughs> I, I got to put a content warning on this. But like, I just found that to be like, I, I I know people, I maybe I talk too much about little women, but like a storyline was that somebody was stinky and she couldn't be in a fashion show because she stinks up clothes. Um and and little woman LA at one point they're in a fight and one of them yells at the other one, you were in a stroller till you were 11 years old your family told me that you're actually autistic. And so I shouldn't even be having this argument with you. And I was like, they would never, there's no real housewives. They would never say that. They would never, but they played just like it was fine. And yeah, I mean, I just feel like Lifetime has, you know, Lifetime gets down in the gutter. So I, at some point, yes. like if you get a chance, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Couples Trip, honestly. If you get a chance I'm gonna watch, watch that. It. And it's, it's yes, and rest in peace to Miss Minnie. Oh, Miss Minnie! I can't believe yeah. when, when Miss Minnie died. I was <laughs> so fucking upset, and people were like, "Me too." Because first of all, Miss Minnie was young. <laughs> we I know we called her Miss Minnie, but she was young. <laughs> she was like in her twenties. She was in her twenties. I think so. Oh my god. Yeah, it was very upsetting to me. Like, whoever did it, just know, like, you're on my shit list. Like, how dare you, you know? Yeah, we've had so many seasons of her and her gigantic mother. Her, <laughs> <laughs> her mother's, like, seven feet tall and weighs, like, 350 pounds and has, like, like hair that points straight up. And then Miss Minnie is so <laughs> little. <laughs> I know. That's where that Bon Appetit meme comes from because they dumped a, a plate of chicken wings. Juicy. chicken wings on her head. Yes, that's where that comes from. There's also, a, you know, I follow Fresh Alina and she's back on the internet. I'm not right now, but I follow her. And the reason she follows me is because I would be up in her shit every day because she used to talk about Little Women Atlanta. And one time she posted like a video of Miss Minnie driving and her big ass mama in the passenger seat and she has this uh a seat belt on and the seat belt like, only goes only covers her neck and that's it <laughs> and, and there was a whole thread about what we thought that seat belt was actually going to save <laughs> oh my god but like yeah you know, and miss minnie was like miss minnie lied about being married about being pregnant with trash pastor troy's baby remember that yeah, she invoked Pastor Troy, which my God, that's a very <laughs> Atlanta that? thing. That's it's an Atlanta thing to do. Okay, yes, it is. It is. It is. But it was upsetting. Yeah. So I mean, I, of all the franchises, Little Women Atlanta is the best. There. What? What's that girl's name that got pregnant 
she convinced this guy it was her kid, but it was another person's kid. Then she had a kid with him. Then she got pregnant a third time, but it was still the other guy's kid. And the guy stayed with her. And wait, you know who I'm, I'm talking about. Now. Is she? Uh, was it Tanya? I think it's Tanya. It might be Tanya. Um, Tanya is the one. She has the horrible baby daddy. Yeah, she has a horrible baby daddy. And like at one time, the uh, Emily Fernandez is the one that uh, was like replacing babies and shit. And Tanya, Tanya. Okay, Scott, yes, Emily. Okay, yes, I know. Okay, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, Tanya, Tanya is the one who had the horrible baby daddy. And then one episode, all the girls come over to have a barbecue. And he shows up and he's like, I need to tell y'all something. And I'm like, what is he gonna say? He's like, I'm bisexual. And I was like, what's that to yes. do with anything? We don't know you. I did see that episode, but I did watch a very trashy show called Chasing Atlanta on YouTube. Ooh. Um, which is it's about like it's like a young queer black men in Atlanta, and they all have fake jobs. And one of them was a talent agent or something. And one of his clients was that guy. And they, were, <laughs> and they were at an event, which event I'm using lightly. And they were like, we have a celebrity in the room. Blah, blah, blah from Little Women Atlanta. And then it's that guy. I was like, celebrity? And he was Bro. Like, like, oh, oh, you know. <laughs> but yes, please watch. You would like Chasing Atlanta. Definitely. Oh, I heard there's a Chasing Dallas too. Yes, I like chasing chasing Atlanta's better to me, but yes, they all have fake jobs. They wear furs. Atlanta's not that cold. They <laughs> wear fake furs. And they all are like, I'm a fashion designer. And it's like, honey, I think you work at Dixie. But okay. Like we'll remove it. I, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm I'm definitely it's it's I'm adding it to my list. I am definitely gonna watch it. I love trash. Um yeah. Nadia, one, thanks for coming on. Thanks for actually telling me your name. Yes. I just call you in. Like for a long time, I would say, I don't know what Liz looks like because I didn't. You guys only exist on the internet to me. And like, I will just call you whatever it is on your social. And like, you know, I, I would, that's what I will refer to you. And that's your name. And my husband will be like, who are you talking to? And I'll be like, oh, I'm just talking to, I don't know. Somebody. Yeah. Crazy bone six seven nine four. That's who I'm talking to. And he's like, "Is that a person?" I'm like, "I, I assume so. I've been on the yes. for two years. I don't know." So I'm I happy that you came person. on. Yeah, I'm happy that you invited me. I literally love your podcast. Like you are, like you know, I know your kids' names, everything. So I'm so. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was like rewatching the episodes. I'm like, I don't want to mess this up because Princess is so funny. <laughs> you can't mess it up, okay? Because my podcast is a shit show. I usually just show up and I'm like, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? I don't know. So, and the, and the best episodes are the one where I just like, let it go where it's going to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I loved your left eye Lopez episode (gasps) that you did. It was so good. I feel, I feel like I need to go back because me and Kara were talking and she was like, do you know how many times Left Eye would have been canceled if she was still alive? And I was like, a million! You can't just yeah. disappear. You can't burn down houses and think it's fine. You can't, like, you can't do that stuff in 
if she were still alive today, as much as I adore TLC and I adore Left Die and stuff, mm-hmm. she definitely would be a COVID denier. Oh, so anti-vax. Yeah, she was deep in Dr. Selby. And I she definitely would just like get on, like, you know how we all loved Erica Badu? And then she yeah. started tweeting. Yeah, she's, I mean, I know I love Erica Badu. She's one of my favorite music artists, but she's a bird. And I need everyone to just look past there the raps in the in the robes. She's a bird. Like, it's okay. Yeah. She doesn't make great decisions. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Lisa will be the same. Um, I think she, w- I think we will be like, we love Lisa. Get off of social media so we don't know what you're thinking. Yes. And Kara also she said she'd probably been- delete her Instagram like every other week and then come back talking about positivity and shit. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, Lisa Lopez walks so like Summer Walker could run, you know? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jeez, it. Girl. That- <laughs> oh, no. Lisa would have got pregnant and been trying to feed a baby, nuts and berries. And like, we would have been like, girl, you can't do that. She, she would have been like, y'all been brainwashed by the system. Wash. This is the matrix. And the, like, like Lisa. Lisa. No, seriously, you have to feed that baby. <laughs> yes. I hope Summer Walker fed that baby. I was really concerned. I try not to get in people's kids' business. I was like, yeah. don't give that baby mashed up airs. and call it yeah. a day. You know? I haven't seen the baby lately. So <laughs> we're just going to hope for the best that Summer Walker's mama showed up and was like, we're going to feed this baby. Like, you can't yeah. do this. You can't just YouTube. You can't just believe everything you see in a YouTube video, girl. You have to feed a fucking baby. Yes, we can hope that she had a praying grandmother that is going <laughs> to make it okay. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where can people find you if they want to follow you? Like, you are, like, I find you to be very funny on Twitter when I'm on Twitter. You love procedurals. I do. I love procedurals too. I can't wait. Oh, I, I can't wait till you watch The Mentalist. And then you said, this tickled me to fucking death. You were like, oh, is that the guy from Something New? And I was yes. like, the fact that you think that that very famous Australian actor who is very famous and you go, yeah, he was on a Sanaya Lathan project, wasn't he? Yes, I only know him as Sanaya Lathan's love interest. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what he means to me. You know, the whole time I was watching The Mentalist, I was like, yeah, you almost said reverse racism in that supermarket scene. So watch your fucking step. You were like, <laughs> you keep looking for racism and you're going to find it. And I was like, whoa, that's not what you say to a black woman after a long day at the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should have rolled over his foot with that cart. Yeah, I would have too. <laughs> But yeah, I love that you like watch a lot of procedurals. Like if like you, I don't know what you were watching, but you sent me on a psych like rewatch and I, they put out, you know, they put out a psych movie in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, I've seen both. I did not know about the 2021 one and I was yes. very pleasantly surprised. Yes. I don't play games when it comes to psych. Like I am a psych super fan. That's mm-hmm. my, that's my darkness. <laughs> um, but Listen, it's a good show. It's the theme song is perfect. Yes. So it's good. it's it's a very important show to me. But I can be found on Twitter or Instagram at love underscore jones90. Um I'm 
I live in North Florida. I live in a small town. So that's why I kind of keep things, you know, on the hush hush. But yeah, I just be talking shit and running my mouth. It's good. It's really good. You guys go follow her right fucking now. <laughs> Nobody listens to this podcast. So so I don't know if you're going to get any, if anybody's going to follow you, but I did enjoy having you. And if you listen, like you guys know, I don't like having guests and I don't like talking <laughs> to people I don't know. So when I ask someone to come on, I really fucking want them on the show. So I thank you so much, Nadia. Thanks for asking me. This is literally like, I mean, I li- it's weird talking to you because I-, I listen to you all the time. And <laughs> anytime there's an episode with you and Liz, I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm about to really live it up. You know? <laughs> so I'm just upset that I won't be able to listen to this episode because I can't hear the sound of my own voice. So I used to do that too, but guess what? I got tired of not being able to listen to feathers in my hair on Sundays. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just pretend like that isn't me. And then, then I started being able to do it. <laughs> All right. I got to go get my kids there. They're, I can actually hear them fucking up my house. I will yeah. talk to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, princess. Bye. Bye.